Alright guys, and welcome to Don't Tread on America. I'm your host, Don Q. How's everyone doing today? I've got a a special guest in studio today. Say hi, am special I, guest. Am I special? You're special. You're special to me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, what we're going to do <clears throat> today is we're going to make fun of people. No. Mm. Um, we're going to start a little series on on this show, we're hoping to do it every other Friday, depending on uh, any world catastrophes, I guess. So I, I, we could get on here today and talk about the same old shit everyone's talking about, right? So we're going to start a series called The um, DTOM Files. That's right. But instead of Fox and Scully, it's going to be the PCGC and CK1. But today's show is brought to you by Maker's Mark Bourbon, and it's it's being brought to you by Maker's Mark Bourbon because I'm still on my first glass, but Chris has already poured a second one. But uh, it's good. It'll be a good show, and uh, like I said, we are a brand ambassador to Maker's Mark. So please, guys, go out there and get you a bottle. And we're drinking Maker's Mark 46 today. Chris has made us some uh, old, old, fashions. old fashions, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. With uh, I don't know if you guys have drank an old fashioned. I've never drank an old fashioned because I'm not old fashioned. Con- what? Uh, whatever. I've never had an old fashioned. Uh, so what is in an old fashioned? We have whiskey mm-hmm. uh, mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have old uh, old fashioned old fashioned mix, fashion with, mix right? With so you have uh, an orange, and then we have cherries in them, but they're not just ordinary cherries, right? Mm-hmm. These are moonshine cherries mm. from. What's it? Uh, uh, old Smoky old Mountain. Old Smoky Mountain, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So there's that. <laughs> Good stuff. But that's not what we're talking about today. The Detom Files is basically what it's going to be a, is a conspiracy theory series. And what we're going to talk about is conspiracy theories not in history because, you know, whatever. The first one we're going to talk about is probably the most obvious of all conspiracy theories, right? JFK assassination. Right. And even though we, we, you and I were not alive during that time, the events of this one situation affects, it has affected all of us since then. Mm-hmm. So you're talking, what was that, six, almost 60 years ago? Right. And um, I, I think it's interesting because the way we're going to put what we believe the situation is with all everything that happened um, how it ties into things that have happened in more rec- recent memories. Right. Um, but first of all, I want to talk about what a conspiracy theory is. Okay. Because we hear that word or that those words talked about, especially recently, we've heard it a lot with QAnon and January 6th and all the shit, right? And that's all we hear about. So like I would say probably the last year or so of, of Trump's presidency, you heard a lot about conspiracy theories, but not in the way that we think of conspiracy theories. Because I think of conspiracy theories, I think of JFK. Like the popular conspiracy theories are what? JFK, the moon landing, and um, 9-11, right? right. And interestingly interestingly enough, that's the maker's mark talking. (laughs) um, This one event that we're going to talk about kind of leads into those others in our opinion right um 
But nonetheless, conspiracy theory is not a bad word. It's not a taboo word. It's an explanation for an event or situation that invokes a conspiracy by sinister or powerful groups, often politically motivated, when other explanations are more probable. So basically, what that means is, if the government or whoever gives you a version of the story, whatever the, whatever they're talking about, you're supposed to believe that story. Right. Right? And if you don't believe what they're telling you, you're what? A conspiracy theorist. Right. Because God forbid you have a difference of opinion. Right. Well, the, the, the CIA popularized that. Uh, I know they didn't invent the term conspiracy theorist, but they did popularize it right. by... Demonizing it. Well, demonizing it. Correct. Um, to anybody that questioned the official narrative of what came out of the JFK, uh, JFK assassination. Well, what was it? Um, I, I don't know if you were watched a lot of South Park or not, but remember how uh, Cartman, Big Mouth, so I die! You know, right. it was always like, no matter what we say, it's the well, truth. And, Why would we lie to you? And we even saw that recently with the CIA... Um, um, God. Yeah, I'm trying to. What's I know, the guy's name? Dude, <laughs> right here. This is this is what he's talking about. Uh, thanks. Uh, okay, well that's a, quite a mouthful there. Um, <laughs> so you yeah. said actions such as these suggest otherwise. Suggest meaning they they suggest they're not interested in talks and they're going to go ahead with some kind of a. What action are you talking about? One, the actions I've just pointed to. Uh, the what fact action. The, the fact that Russia continues to engage uh, in disinformation well, uh, campaigns. You know, you made an allegation that they might do that. Have they actually done it? Uh, what we know, Matt, is what we what I have just said, that they have engaged in this activity, well, uh, in this planning well, activity. But, activity. But let me, let me because, because obviously this is, not, this is not the first time we've made uh, these reports public. You'll remember that just a few well, weeks I, ago. I'm sorry, you, made, made, made what report public? If you'll and, let me finish, I will okay. tell you what report we made okay. public. Uh, we told you a few weeks ago that we have information indicating Russia also has already prepositioned a group of operatives to conduct a false flag operation in eastern Ukraine. So that, Matt, to your question, is an action that Russia has well, already taken. It's an action that you say that they have taken, but you have shown no evidence to, 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 to confirm that. And I'm going to get to the next question here, which is, what is the evidence that they, I mean, this is like crisis actors, really? This is like Alex Jones territory you're getting into now. Um, what evidence do you have to support the idea that there is some propaganda film in the, in, in the making? Matt, this is derived uh, from information known to the U.S. government, intelligence information that we have declassified. I think you well, know. Okay, well, where, where is it? Where, where is this information? It is intelligence information that we have declassified. Well, where is it? Where is the declassified information? I just delivered it. And that right there. Now, this isn't any kind of conspiracy that we're talking about, but that is how <clears throat> conspiracies get started. Right. Because I told you. And but, what, but where's the evidence? Right. I told you. But the evidence. Well, we go back to the definition of conspiracy. Other explanations that are more probable. So he's, sorry, <laughs> a, little piece of, a little piece of chicken there. <laughs> he's telling you the, the explanation. He's telling you the official government, because that was the state uh, 
State Department spokesman, whatever his name, and the, the other guy was Matt Lee, a reporter. Right. Actually being a reporter, right? For once. For once, right? Very nice. And you should see his face, the the State Department spokesman. Well, he's getting he's getting frustrated. Yeah, because he's like, shit, he's actually asked me fucking questions. Right. And, he's, and it's kind of like when we were talking earlier today, I said it's kind of like your parents saying, I need you to go clean your room. Why am I room? Like, just go clean your room. It's not dirty. I said go clean. You know, it's like no matter what they say, you're supposed to believe it. What, and that's what a conspiracy theory is. Not that you don't believe them. You but don't, you're thinking for yourself. Right. And you're then, just not accepting it at face value. Right. And maybe you don't believe the whole story. Right. So speaking of stories, the popular version or right. the history as we know it, I guess I'll say, right? Mm-hmm. November 22nd. 1963. Now, I'm not going to read the whole timeline of what he did. The basis of the story is Kennedy and his wife flew into Dallas. They were going to do a motorcade with the governor, Conley, Mm -hmm. and his wife through um, downtown Dallas. And the area was called Daly Plaza. Um, We're not going to go into specifics of what may or may not have happened other than what we were told Happened. What happened? We were told that they were driving, made a turn on Elm Street, and the lone gunman in the what six story, whatever upper echelon of the book uh, depository, right? Uh, let out six shot or six shots. <laughs> three's three's a stretch, and I'm saying six, right? He let out three shots, two of which supposedly hit him, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Oswald did it. Uh, how they came to that conclusion is beyond me. Uh, I know the the basic of the story was he was in the depository when the police stormed the depository. They stopped the manager or whatever was like, no, he works here, and they keep going. Later on in that day, shortly after, he was found in a movie theater, movie theater. Mm-hmm. by a cop that he ended up killing. Well, he, he had shot the cop and then... Went to the um, movie theater. And then went to the movie right. theater. Right. And uh, how he got from... Well, I guess this is where we can get into the conspiracy theory, so I won't go into the details. But so the story as we know it is he... Three shots, two hit him, president's dead, the rest is history, right? Right. You right? Because I know that's the popular version of what went on there. I know a lot of people like to believe that. I wish I could... All right, so this is the Warren's Commission uh, official word of what happened, okay? Uh, Number one, that Lee Harvey Oswald was the only assassin and acted on his own. Two, he shot from the sixth floor of the school book depository building, which was behind the president's limousine at the time of the assassination. He used an Italian Cocano rifle, and Oswald shot... Police officer Tippett. Right. Okay. That's all the official word. Right. From the Warren Commission. After months of investigation. Well, the thing, and this is where the conspiracy theory starts. Right. Is, we'll talk about the Warren Commission in a second. Back up to the facts of the case. I'm throwing up the air quotes. Okay. My question is this. This was 63. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, in 2022, mm-hmm. we can have someone rob a liquor store where it's videotaped. 
Right. And I have a fucking clue who that person is for a minute. Right. right? Mm-hmm. They knew who shot Kennedy within two hours. Um. Well, in in because they after, were after after the shooting of Officer Tippett, forty five minutes later. Lee Harvey Oswald was arrested in the charge of the murder of for the cop for the cop. Right. Uh, after hours of interrogation, where he had no lawyer, and and understand, I'm I'm not, I'm not sympathizing. I'm not saying whether he did or did not do it. But I'm, I'm just stating the, <clears throat> the the facts of the case. Right. He was under interrogation for hours with no lawyer present and no protocol was made. Oswald was accused of the murder of John F. Kennedy. On November 24th, 1963, a Sunday morning. Well, here's my thing. He was he was stopped in the depository, right? right. Mm-hmm. Or not because it was Lee Harvey, but because he was a dude. Um, and he was coming from upstairs. So they let him go. Because these were, at the time, those people were just your regular beat cops. Right, right. Maybe not part of the mix, right? Um, but he went. <laughs> now, this is where I questioned, and this is where my my mind goes in this whole story. Okay, I for one don't think Oswald didn't have anything to do with this. I'm not saying he was the sole lone gunman, the sole proprietor of killing JFK, but I do believe. Him when he says that was he was a patsy, a patsy. Mm-hmm. because I think he was in on the deal, right? I think he was a part of it in a sense, but he wasn't the main part of it. Right? He was. He was what he was. He was there to be blamed, and the reason I believe that is because here was a person who was a marine. He was a uh, sharpshooter, excellent sniper, could kill, knock a. No? No. No, I'm wrong. No, he actually qualified as a sharpshooter, which is the lowest classification. Oh, I thought he was a I thought he was I thought he was you. I thought he was Chris Kyle. <laughs> no, he can't hold a candle to me. He's <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Oddly enough, <clears throat> he was no. He um where I found it. So he qualified as a sharpshooter in the Marines in nineteen fifty six, but his skill deteriorate deteriorated, easy for me to say. And by the time he had left the Marines more than four years later, uh, or more than four years before the assassination, he was officially a rather poor shot. Okay, so what we can classify him as is an is an at best average sniper. Joe Joe Schmo at the shooting range sniper, right? right. With a what kind of gun was it? Carcano. Uh, Carcano bolt, bolt action. Bolt action was it three hundred eight or thirty? Uh, I think it's a I think it's a three hundred eight. Bolt action, which mm-hmm. if if anybody out there has ever shot a bolt action rifle, you're not getting three shots off in what six seconds, somewhere around there, right? Well, I remember, and you know, I'm going to say this lightly because I understand that that Jesse Ventura's name is very <laughs> synonymous with what conspiracy theories. Thank you. <laughs> but what people fail to realize is Jesse Ventura was also. A wrestler. <laughs> no. Former military. Right. Former, former Green Beret, I believe. Mm-hmm. Was it Marines? Uh, I think he was in the Marines. Okay. Former sharp, uh, marksman. Right. 
which, believe it or not, he actually qualified as higher, like he qualified better. I think, if I recall correctly, he was he went to sniper school. Yes, he did. Yeah. And he actually tried to reenact the shot. Right. Or the shots. Sorry. Right. Um, and failed to do so. They they from what I've seen on different stories of this, even the best marksman would not be able to get three shots off in the time limit. Period. Three shots. Period. Let alone with that kind of accuracy. Even your best sharpshooters wouldn't be able to do that. But nonetheless, <clears throat> so. Believe it or not, I'm I'm I, I would I just want to I just want to clarify this before anybody fact checks fact checks it right. This was a seven. I'm sorry, a six point five times fifty two millimeter ammunition. So oh, okay. it was it was not okay. Eh, either way, yep. six point one in one and three oh eight in the other. Whatever. <laughs> but um, my point is this: we both work. We have a job. Mm-hmm. So the president gets shot. Whether Oswald did it or didn't do it, he was in the vicinity of the of the situation, mm-hmm. and then he goes to the movies. He strolls down the street. Why? My question is: Why did the cops? Why did this cop stop him? Number one, because he wasn't in the vicinity of the of you know the incident. He was down the road. He was in a neighborhood. Um, he wasn't running. He wasn't trying to escape. As visually, it didn't appear that he was trying to escape, I should say. Right. So, I, if I recall correctly, there was an APB put out for him. Not him per se, like, look for Lee Harvey Oswald. It was look for a guy, ex, however tall, with whatever color hair, wearing these clothes. And that's why the cops stopped him. But how did they know all that unless someone knew he was involved? And that's that's my question. So I found an article from um, <clears throat> the Independent. So Lee Harvey, this as this article's written, Lee Harvey Oswald, the sniper who shot the 35th president JFK from the upper floors of the De- uh, Texas School Book Depository in Dallas on November twenty second, nineteen sixty three, was operating under the direction from the former head of the CIA, former head, because that's important, right? Mm -hmm. Former head of the CIA, a uh, veteran investigator has argued in his latest book on the assassination. Dr. What's his name? Cyril Cyril Wecht, Wecht, Mm -hmm. 90-year-old forensic pathologist who has studied the killing for almost six decades claims uh, the JFK assassination dissected that Oswald, who himself murdered was was murdered by a local businessman, Jack Ruby, just two days after his arrest, had been under orders from who? Alan Dulles, former head of the CIA, CIA director from uh, 53 to 61. And the reason I'm oh, emphasizing I, former is because, go ahead. He was fired by? JFK. Hmm. Interestingly enough. Mm-hmm. But... Here's a little backstory on Dulles. He has an airport in Washington. Oh. <laughs> Dulles had overseen the, dista- the I I'm words are hard today. Disastrous Bay of Pigs assault on post-revolutionary Cuba launched in April of 61 with the aim of removing communist leader 
uh, Fidel Castro, a.k.a. Uh, Justin Trudeau's daddy. Oh, <laughs> That's a conspiracy for another day. <laughs> okay. We're not, we won't go into that one yet. <laughs> and had been swiftly dismissed from office by President Kennedy after Operation's humiliating failure. Dr. Weck now argues that Dulles was so resentful over the episode that he groomed Oswald, a former marksman with the Marines who had recently returned from Russia to execute his enemy in the White House. Now, that's kind of where I was going, where I wanted to go with the Oswald aspect. Right. Because he he was an easy mark. Well, and see, the funny thing about that is, is uh, the FBI and the CIA, they had files on Oswald. Right. Uh, The FBI claimed they didn't, that they, you know, that they weren't surveilling him or keeping track of him. Right. Trust me, they were. Uh, they, They had files on this guy. Right. They knew what he was up to. Believe me, anybody that was a defector to the to Russia and then coming back, well, especially ex marine, right? No matter what level, right? He was not; he was a general, but regardless, right? And especially back in those days, because the population obviously was smaller, and you, you, I'm sure that threw up flags. Oh wait, we got an ex marine defecting from the U.S. Right. to 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 move. Like he was going on vacation, he renounced his citizenship. To become a Russian citizen, right? Right. All right. And then he came back to the U.S. Right. Okay. So there was a little bit of time leading up to the assassination that... Oh, shit. <laughs> Thank you, Mayor Spark. <laughs> God bless America. I'm sorry. You were saying. Oswald's back in the USSA. U- USSR. Hey. Weeks leading up to the assassination. <clears throat> Oswald spent uh, a little bit of time in Mexico City. Right. And some might kind of question what he was doing in Mexico City. Okay. Okay. So, uh, the early 1960s saw the United States on high alert in Latin America. Cuban had just fallen to communism, and the axis between Havana and Moscow had solidified. Numerous attempts were made to dissuade or oust Fidel Castro, some some by the U.S., Mm -hmm. but he held on to power and it seemed like he would be the head of state for good. The American government began to fear the spread of communism in the Western hemisphere. Right. Okay. Mexico city in the early, (laughs) the early 1960s may have well been the center of Latin American cold war intrigue using the latest surveillance equipment. The American CIA and FBI monitored the diplomatic, compounds of a variety of different communist countries with special emphasis on those of the Soviet Union and Cuba. Across from the Cuban embassy was a CIA surveillance post in the third floor apartment. And from here, agents photographed visitors entering and exiting the front door. The door of the Cuban consulate on the side of the Cuban embassy was monitored by a pulse camera that snapped photos of people coming and going based on movement. The camera was installed on September 27, 1963, an important date to remember. The Soviet embassy was monitored by manual cameras by CIA agents. So, hold on. Was Mm -hmm. manual cameras a Mexican citizen? (laughs) 
No. Sorry. I couldn't pass that one Anyways. up. I'm sorry. That was too good. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, hey, manual cameras. I'm here to snap mm-hmm. a picture. <laughs> Many of the- I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. (laughs) Many of the phones at the Cuban and Soviet embassies were tapped. A total of 30 wiretaps recorded incoming and outgoing calls from the embassies. Agents at a remote CIA listening post would transcribe relevant phone conversations, whether they be in Spanish, English, or Russian, translate to English, and if needed be, consolidate the transcripts to what they were called uh, resumas. (laughs) I have no idea. From the uh, the resume from the previous day would be on the desk of the CIA station chief Winston Scott by nine a.m. every morning. Can I interrupt you for sure. just a second? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have no idea what you just said. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Here's my question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this was in '63, September of '63, right? This is literally two months, month and a half, a month and a half. So my question is this: <clears throat> Why? Okay, so what was <laughs> happening here is is they were establishing. So what you had is you had a person, right, presenting themselves as Lee Oswald. Right, I, I get that. Before you mm-hmm. get into that story, mm-hmm. leading into that, right, why all of a sudden are they? Do we need to monitor? That's where your conspiracy theories fall cameras into place. Cameras installed on we, September. We had had right. an issue with with Russia. Since 49. And Cuba. Well, but I'm saying mm-hmm. Russia, you know, ever since Operation Paperclip and all this shit since World War II had ended, mm-hmm. we had had this Cold War, whatever, with Russia. So you're talking for, what, 14 years we've had tensions, right? Right. And <clears throat> the um, Cuba had fallen to communism prior to this. It wasn't like the day before. No, no, no. Um. But all of a sudden, September, whatever you said, 27th, mm-hmm. we needed to start monitoring these two places. Right. And my question, this is where the conspiracy in my head kind of kicks, kicks in because mm-hmm. now you put these cameras up, one uh, photographs movements and one's done by Manuel. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> or Manuel, I'm sorry. Um, Mr. Cameras, as we like to call him here at the Tom show. <laughs> but seriously... Okay, whatever. We're going to start monitoring these two situations. We're going to have these two cameras, whatever. But then this right. happens. Right. So what you had is you had Oswald or a, a person presenting themselves as, as Oswald. Lee Oswald, right? Yeah. And making phone calls to the Russian uh, embassy. embassy right? in Mexico City. To the point where, if you read the transcripts, the transcript, they first of all state, you know, we just talked about the head cameras, right? Right. The person does not fit the description of Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, he was a six foot two black man, if I recall. <laughs> Oddly enough, <laughs> no, seriously, but he did not fit the description. Right. Right. They've got the pictures well, of the guy. Lee and Harvey saying, was relatively shorter. Gentleman, right, if was, I re- if yeah, I recall, like five eight, five right. nine, and this person, if if I remember correctly, was in the six foot range. Right, right. Clearly, not the same person. Right. Well, they on they top said he, of the fact that he didn't even look the same. Well, and on top of okay, the fact that right. So they also recorded 
as it was stated here, recorded right. the phone conversations to right. the point where it was stated that Lee Harvey, who defected to the to, to Russia or had, the Soviet Union at right. the time, yeah, and 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 had married a Soviet woman national, right? Spoke very good Russian, right? Uh, the transcripts state, and as listened to, that this person spoke very broken Russian to the point where they were asking him to, can we, can we speak in English? So, so your the, English is much better than your Russian. The Russian, the Russians <laughs> were like, we're like, hey, let's let's talk in English. Let's because, do English because your Russian sucks. <laughs> and, but uh, I like vodka. <laughs> we are number two podcast in all of all Russia. Russia. <laughs> Behind Yakov Smirnov podcast. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> anyway, um, so what you have is you have a Lee Harvey right. person, um, who does not fit the description, does not fit how this person would have conducted themselves right. or, or been able to speak. Okay, talking about. Um, the tensions, the assassination, you know, these type things. Right. Why? Why? Yeah. Because, and l- let me ask you this. Uh-huh. If you were an assassin. You, if. If. Okay. <laughs> would you, first of all, be caught on record talking about it? Hell no. Like, okay. <sighs> Much, not to give away future shows. And I think this is where your conspiracy theorist theor, theorist mm-hmm. fall because not that I'm a, a a sniper or murderer or a person that wants to kill a shit ton of people. If if I was thinking of doing that, I'm not telling anybody about it. I'm not preluding to the fact that I may do that. I might have those mental thoughts in my head. Okay, uh, fucking Kennedy. Kill him. But I'm keeping that shit to myself because I'm not going to go to. At this rate, I would think he may be being watched for the fact that he defected to Russia well, and, and then came has, back. Right now, he's going to uh, Mexico allegedly. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me that someone didn't catch that when he was boarding a plane to go to Mexico City? Like, why the fuck is he going to Mexico City? And or I'm just assuming crossing the, crossing the border, yeah, right. mm-hmm. not taking his wife and oh, so okay. on and so forth. Well, so much to the point where, um, days after, days or days to weeks after the assassination, right, there was a phone conversation between President Lyndon Johnson and FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover, right. Now this phone conversation has been deleted. Convenient. No longer. Right. No longer in existence. All we have left is a transcript from that phone call. Right. In which it is said, okay, uh, LBJ was questioning the visit to the Soviet. I'm sorry, it was the Soviet embassy uh, that that Oswald visited. Visited. So right. he was visiting the Soviet embassy, making a call to Russia. Okay. Okay. Hoover replied with this. No, that is one angle that is very confusing. For this reason, we 
we have up here the tape and the photograph of the man who was at the Soviet embassy using Oswald's name. That picture and tape do not correspond to this man's voice nor his appearance. In other words, it appears that there is a second person who was at the Soviet embassy down there. And this was that who, was that was Hoover. Hoover who brought this up. So obviously, one one could say that he and maybe LBJ wasn't a part of this conspiracy. Maybe um, <clears throat> I I kind of fail to believe that Johnson had no knowledge of this situation. I th- I think. I think Johnson wasn't involved in the plot itself, but he was involved in the cover-up. Right. Yeah. So, okay. And, and for obvious things, and I, I'm, but, not gonna, I'm not going to state that he he did it out of malice. I would say he did it more out of we need to make sure that this that happened does not thrust us into a nuclear war with blaming Russia, blaming Cuba. Right. And the situation, and here goes into another part. Of the conspiracy, right? Why would the new president, Johnson, Mm -hmm. place Dulles, right? Who was fired by Kennedy a few years earlier to head this commission? Well, he he chose Chief Justice Warren. uh, Warren to head the commission. Right. And he actually had to coax him into heading the commission because the the justice turned it down. Right. Because he said simply, this might be a matter that comes before my court. I can't be a part of it. Right. Right. And and Johnson kind of coaxed him into it. You know, this is your, your uh, you know. Um, your country calling. Right. If your country's calling you to duty, are you gonna are you gonna turn down, you know? Right, and, and regardless of, of that, right, I, I, I understand but, his... But I his, see what you're saying. They, my question is, you, you take... Okay, if you get fired from your job, right, and your job's not going to come to you two years later and say, hey, you know, we just got rid of all the people that were in charge there, and we want you to head it, you know, or whatever. I, that's my, might be a bad analogy, but you know what I'm saying. This person was fired... From the CIA. From the CIA by JFK because he fucked up the Bay of Pigs situation, Right. right. So surely Dulles felt some sort of way. Now, whether or not he had carnal knowledge of the whole situation, I don't know. That's where you're, I mean, I would say probably, maybe, I mean, according to this story, he groomed um, Oswald. But much again, like I said, (laughs) did he groom Oswald to kill JFK or just to be kind of there to take the blame or yeah I mean as far as Oswald's concerned he might have been part of a a three-man team right because anyone anyone who knows anything about something (laughs) knows that you only you're gonna be if you're gonna be in a turkey shoot so to speak you're not aiming a gun in one direction right right you're in least two or three different points of, of fire right which would get you at a high position Book depository, Oswald. You know, I'm not saying he's innocent bystander. I'm not saying he didn't pull the trigger. Right. But if you're familiar with the area, so the the book depository would have been behind Kennedy. He was on the what the sixth floor. Sixth floor. Mm-hmm. So let's say he was what sixty seventy feet up in the air, right? Um, off to the right of Kennedy mm-hmm. 
was a grassy knoll, mm-hmm. picket fence, right? Right. Which was elevated, but not to the level of the the uh, book depository. And then in front of Kennedy was George Bush. I mean, um, sorry, <laughs> was was an overpass, right? So you were you were literally in what you call a turkey shoot. So if anyone's gone hunting out there, you know what I'm talking about. You kind of set up a perimeter and you lure your bait, so to speak, <laughs> into the center, right? And right. you cry. Someone's going to hit them. Someone's going to hit that turkey, right? You know, so I'm sorry. No, no. Um, but uh, why would you put Dulles, this person who was fired by the person you're not investigating, but the person that you're, you know, trying to figure out who killed him? And within 10 months, oh, it was it was this guy. We already got him. He's dead. It's done deal. So we know it was him. Nothing to see here, right? Right. Um, you know, so as as this gentleman, what was his name again? I'm sorry, this doctor is uh, Wecht. You said Doctor Wecht. Wecht. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, he's suspicious. This gentleman is suspicious about Dulles. Were raised by subsequent appointment to the Seven Man Warren Commission, which took ten months to investigate the death and conclude that Oswald had acted alone, characterizing him as the, as the disaffected loner with communist sympathies. Um, Oswald had almost certainly been a CIA agent of some sort, Dr. Weck told the newspaper. Kennedy, well, I guess I already said this, Kennedy had fired Dulles because he really pissed him off, uh, was really pissed off about the, what the CIA was doing. Then who gets appointed to the Warren Commission? Dulles. It stinks to high heaven. This was this what this doctor wrote. He also points to the suspicion, suspicious ease with which Oswald was allowed to return to the U.S. after his stint in Russia at the height of the Cold War and in the company of his new bride, Marina Pruskova, hmm. who was the daughter of a KGB agent, right. suggesting he must have friends in high places. Not to be confused with Garth Brooks, who had friends in, in low, low places. places. Right. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, so, you know, I, I just want to point on something. Uh, I, there's so... Huh, this is where I don't want to go down because I, I understand We're going to go down. I understand that, that so many people have gone down this road with this conspiracy. Right. But a couple of, a couple of little things real, real quick. One, you were talking about the fact that they 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 turned onto Elm Street. Right. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So that's the movie Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> so they were turning off of Houston Street, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Onto Elm Street. Okay. If you actually look at the vantage point at which Lee Harvey would have had, right, as a sniper, he would have actually had a better shot at the president if he was coming. looking to assassinate coming down Houston yeah, Street and then he would have as a as as a, from a behind shot well, moving away right on Elm. Yeah, because the street comes up. So the book depository's up it's, here. It's I don't know north or whatever. Um they come so down you're Houston. you're they're heading he's heading towards him in a straight line. Exactly. 
and you could have gotten two, three, four shots off because it's a longer road. And it kind of turns down. Yeah, it's almost like a U-turn, essentially, Mm -hmm. onto Elm. And then Elm to the overpass isn't a a very long... It's not a very long thing, but it actually has a curve in it. Right. a, A slight curve. Right. But from a vantage point of the quote-unquote turkey shoot coming up Houston Street towards the um, book depository, there's no other vantage points other than buildings. Right. Whereas you make that turn onto Elm, you have, like I said, the grassy knoll, you have the bridge, you have other vantage points at different different, uh, elevations. Right. Which gives you a much more kill zone, so right. to speak. Now, not, not to mention, if I remember correctly, the from where the uh, those two other vantage points were, the grassy knoll and the bridge, mm-hmm. just beyond that was a uh, railroad train yard. Train, yes. yeah, train yard, mm-hmm. which would have made for an easy escape. Right, and and most people will tell you that when a president whoever is out and about they don't very it's kind of a straight line uh thing it was very sloppy right the way the whole thing was put together well actually they had actually uh changed the route right uh prior to you mean that, CIA and Oswald and <laughs> oh. well that that was actually not the path that the president was supposed to take that day right so that was changed that morning yeah that morning right slightly before okay so i just want to point this out so we gave the definition of what the warren commission constituted in their report right Right. so a crowd of witnesses at dealey plaza saw things differently from the official version of the warren commission who are they i need their name so we can kill them (laughs) oh shit i'll delete that later Um, so one many witnesses reported that the shots fired from the grassy knoll not the Texas School Book Depository. Two witnesses stated that a cloud of smoke was visible in the area of the grassy knoll. Right. Three, even before the motorcade arrived, men with rifles were seen by people in downtown Dallas. Now, granted, you got the president coming through. You could have uh, armed servicemen. You could have armed police officers. You could have people clearing. You know what I'm saying? Clearing right. the way. So that that would that in itself would not be that could be people's memories of what they saw. Like you said, it could have been could them have been clearing before. the area or whatever, and then right. they think, "Oh shit, we just saw those cops with rifles and right. whatnot," or you know. So I put very little faith in that. Right. Uh, four. There were unexplained reports of witnesses encountering mysterious Secret Service men in Dealey Plaza. Right. What that means, I don't know. Um, now, I do know that one in particular, one man in particular, has been um, very key in the Grassy Knoll Theory. Right. Okay. And his name was S.M. Holland, or otherwise known as Slim Holland. Okay. And he was actually standing on the bridge with Dallas police officers. Okay. Uh, so, I know you said... The bridge was one of the vantage points. Right. Well, that the bridge was fully covered by police officers. Slim Holland was one of the people up there. I don't trust anyone called Slim. <laughs> but uh, 
after establishing where the police motorcycle that made the record, oh, I'm sorry, uh, that there's actually an audio recording that comes in later that they did an audio forensic analysis of where the shots echo, like a, yeah, right. Uh, can I interrupt you real sure, quick? That's sure. that just triggered my memory. Sure, this drink is really good. Yes. No. No. But seriously, <laughs> um, when the incident happened, mm-hmm. like the the first shot, right? Mm-hmm. They were in an echo chamber, so to so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember there are people pointing to Turn. the to the uh, book depository, like that's where it's coming from, right? If anyone who has shot a gun, even just at a gun range where you're not, where the echo is not bouncing off of walls or whatever, even then, I mean, we've gone shooting and there'll be a bunch of people there and be like, damn, who the hell's shooting that gun? Right. You know, you can't, yeah. You, you can't decipher who it is. Right. And that's in a straight line of, you know, however many people. Right. You mean to tell me that random people could tell that I was coming from that building? Or was it that there was spotter? I don't know if spotter is the right word I want to use, but just, hey, there he is. Right. He's up there, you know. (laughs) Right, somebody pointing to the fact of where it's coming from, right? So, um. I'm sorry, I fucked you up. No, you're you're fine. So, S.M. Holland had claimed to seen a puff of smoke after he heard the shots on the day that Kennedy was killed. It was also the same spot where Philip Willis. Uh, so apparently he was he was a guy there made a photograph at the same spot where Philip Willis's f- uh, photograph appeared to show, according to computer analysis, an adult person standing behind a fence. Now this is the iconic picture that you, if you've ever seen it of the shooter from the grassy knoll. Right. So it, you like you were talking about. Um, you have the knoll, you have a, a picket wooden picket fence. Yeah, it's just like a regular fence it, you have in someone's yard. There's a tree. Right. Uh, if you're, if you're looking at the fence off to the left and there appears to be what it looks like a person's head poking above the wooden picket fence. Right. Um, and this is what, uh, according to Slim Holland, this is what he saw. He saw a puff of smoke from that area coming from that direction after the shot. Now, also according to the uh, Secret Service agent that was assigned to Mrs. Kennedy, this was this would be the individual that you saw. He was climbing. running, running behind the motorcade, right. climbing onto the car as Mrs. Kennedy reached out to grab his what, brains, right, a piece of, <laughs> of which of, is of another interesting point. But keep talking. Okay. So, according to this individual, and, and for the life of me, his name escapes me right now, the Secret Service agent. Bob Johnson. <laughs> we'll go with Bob Johnson. Uh, but anyway, nevertheless, when interviewed, the Secret Service agent said that he felt that the first and second shots, which were the only two that he recalls hearing, were different. Different, probably different calibers or... what well, he just said different. Right. They were different sounding shots right. and this is coming from a guy that is on the ground near N- near the impact zone right well and here's the thing so one would think that whoever was part of this conspiracy had the the wits about them to use whatever it was a 6.5 whatever in all locations mm-hmm. right thus if bullets were found or whatever was found they would say oh well this was from a 
30-06, and this was from a 6.5, you know, whatever. Um, I'm sorry. I just totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm, I haven't even finished that drink yet. No, no but... Um, shit. Interesting, right? It's the drinks, drinking. It's the drinks. What so were you saying? Secret, secret service agent. Uh, different oh, shots, that's what I was going to say. So different yeah. shots, different places, blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay, so if if we follow the the story as it's told to us that, you know, Oswald was in the, you know, building, mm-hmm. three shots, two hit him from however many feet behind him, mm-hmm. how in the fuck did his brains end up behind him? Okay. <clears throat> so, <laughs> so that's what's interesting um, the three and shots. don't give me no magic bullet bullshit. Right. Well, I think I think the magic bullet has been um, defunct. Deep. Yeah. Slightly. <laughs> Ever so slightly. Um, I think most people believe now that there were at least five shots. Okay. Turkey shoot. Um, the, the 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 three that they claim Oswald got off whatever. You had the 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 one. I I know of one shot that ricocheted off near the bridge. Right, and hit the police officer. Right, he, you know, he didn't get hit, but it was like fragments or whatever. Right, um, that was officer. I had it right here, James Take. I was close. I was going to say Bob Johnson, and he was actually not an officer, believe it or not. James Take was a car salesman who received minor injuries oh, due to the assassination okay. attempt. So he was actually standing near the bridge. Uh, pieces of debris from concrete uh, Where it from hit the, the street right bridge or whatever. Yep, yeah. fired up. So, okay. So let me let me throw this at you. Okay, we're wrong. Oswald did it. <laughs> Story's over. No, Stover's. Story's over. We're wrong. On to the next one. No. Yeah. Okay, I've got ten different conspiracies. Okay, as I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I love that. Let's get off the official narrative. Right. Let's, let's get, get away off. from Oswald because he in, ain't doing it. In the normal conspiracy. Right. We, 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 let's. Good answer. Uh, is that, is he right? Is he right? Because I know that's the popular version. Let's get away from that. All right. Okay. I've got 10. I'm going to run through these 10. If you want to talk on I any one of them, please do so. Okay. All right. So, are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hit me with it. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Oswald. <laughs> oh, wait. We already talked about him. <laughs> All right. Number 10. This is a countdown. This is a... Oh, hey. What's that, Casey? <laughs> Hi, this is Casey Kasem, and this is the top 10 stories of how President Kennedy was killed. Number 10. That was an accident, man. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It was... <laughs> Oops. <laughs> My bad. Now, I got to ask, is this the Secret Service agent that was hung over accident, or is this just a... My bad. (laughs) (laughs) So this was a situation, Mm -hmm. and oddly enough, if you watch the... (laughs) Okay, before I tell you this, I'm going to make fun of a podcast. Okay. And I don't know the name of the podcast, so I'm not going to try and say it and fuck them up. But I was trying to do some research on what other people, other podcasts say about this situation. Okay. And... I'm like, okay, I found this podcast, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is about two hours long. I was telling you about it. And I was like, okay, well, two hours long. It's a husband and wife team 
cool. I'll listen to this. The dumbest bitch I've ever heard in my life. The husband seemed like he kind of knew a little bit about something, but he's like, I let my wife do the research. Now, I'm going to preface what I'm about to say by saying this. I'm going to let my wife do the research. Then, when the wife talks, she don't know nothing about what she's talking about. And that's where the joke I was going to say wouldn't have made sense unless I explained it. So, in the... What was his name? It started with a Z. The Z what? That guy. He made a movie. But anyway, the Zapruder films, right? That's what she said on the podcast. I'm sorry. Anyway, if you recall in the Zapruder the, the Z guy. Yeah. If you remember in his movie, when all this shit was going down, the Secret Service agent that was in front of the Kennedys mm-hmm. turns, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he has an AR-15. Right. The deadly multi-machine gun killing gun, right? So this is where the, it was an accident, my bad, came into play. So (laughs) this person that presents this theory says, Oswald fired on JFK and Secret Service agent fired back with a Colt AR-15. Hey, I got one of those right there. Uh, High-velocity rifle. I like how in this story they don't call it an AR uh, assault rifle killing. It was a high-velocity rifle, which is, True. As the theory goes, the officer lost his balance when the car suddenly braked and he accidentally discharged his weapon, killing the U.S. president. Yeah, this... there, were, there were no eyewitnesses or evidence to back this theory up. However, none of the Secret Service agents or president aides reported the bullet whizzing past them either. But that didn't stop this gentleman from publishing a book outlining his theory. Right, so they're they're talking about uh, Secret Service, <laughs> yeah, that guy, <laughs> Secret Service Secret... Agent Makers Mark Forty Six, oh. Secret Service Agent George Hickey, who had reportedly been uh, recovering from a hangover from a heavy <laughs> night of drinking the night before. So accidents happen. <laughs> accidents do happen. Uh, Sometimes you kill a president. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know, we we'll blame it on Oswald. We've all had bad days at our job. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I will say that is true. I don't remember ever killing the president doing it, though. All right. Any more on number 10? <laughs> no, I don't believe so. I, I put that as very, very. Well, that's very probably why it's number 10, right? Right. Now, number nine is more of a somewhat common conspiracy theory. And I'll be honest, to my ignorance, not a conspiracy theory that I have heard until you told me about it. You're welcome. The Umbrella Man did it. (laughs) Right? Right. So, uh, man standing under a black umbrella on a perfectly clear sunny day in Dallas, Texas, right? By all accounts, okay, I'm sorry, by all accounts, a sunny day, it must have been a signal if not a murder weapon, right? The theory is so popular, Oliver Stone's fingered him in JFK. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. I had to scroll down. <laughs> Dramatic pause. <laughs> fingered him in JFK, and he appears in the Umbrella Academy. Unfortunately, Umbrella Man Louis Stevens Witt said it was a protest at the appeasement policy of Joseph P. Kennedy. That was Daddy Kennedy, right? Right. When he was ambassador to the court of St. James and a reference to the British Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain's umbrella and appeasement of Hitler and the Nazis. Right. 
We, we knew that, though, right? Right. So uh, I also heard. I'm sorry, not to interrupt. No, you. go ahead. I also heard that there was a poisonous dart. In <laughs> that he was <laughs> that the was, fucking penguin or something, right? Well, it, it <laughs> was, I got you, Mr. President. It yeah. was so funny because uh, uh, Mr. Witt actually went before Congress and testified, right? And uh, in, in this congressional hearing or whatever, they actually had the umbrella that he had at the day, right? Right. And so they're asking him about it, and they're like, uh, you know, has there, was there, or has there ever been a dart firing mechanism in your umbrella? He's, you know, of course not, or whatever. So the the, the lady goes over to open the umbrella, and the judge actually says, uh, maybe you should turn that the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Just in case. But nevertheless, um, yeah, that's what's been speculated by Umbrella Man. Uh, actually, if you watch the Sapruta film, when Kennedy's coming down, and he, the first shot that actually hits Kennedy, he's coming from behind a sign. Right. Right, when you see him reach up and grab his throat. Well, if you're actually looking at the sign, coming out from the edge of the sign, you can see the umbrella. So that's where Umbrella Man was standing, was essentially at the sign. So when Kennedy clears the sign, Umbrella Man is standing there, and he his umbrella is actually open. Well, interestingly enough, the podcast I was referring to a few seconds ago, the lady, right? God love her. Okay, God love her. Please, right? Um, her theory was the poisonous dart in the umbrella theory. Oh my goodness! And that's why he grabbed his throat because he was. <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking oh. like it was like a you know I was like <laughs> I've ne- until you actually told me about the umbrella man I never thought thought twice about this right my theory is what I've already said building knoll bridge turkey shoot you know what I'm saying right um I do recall the guy that made the movie what was it Z something Z- Zapruda. I'm making fun of her. I'm sorry. Abraham Zapruda. Um, I do recall the umbrella being open and shit. Now, his explanation of it being a a protest protest Mm -hmm. makes sense in the sense that it was a perfectly sunny day. Well, to give preference now, the night before, it had actually rained. Right. It was a stormy day the day before. I get it. Right. So, But that morning... And he may have been like, hey, I'll make sure. I'm right. But if you look at the film and you watch the people that are around, he is the only one that has an umbrella. He's the and only And it's almost one that like he, reindeer. I mean, I guess you can make and the argument the view, that it was right. a signal. But in all actuality, if you think about it, do you need someone to say, here he is? <laughs> <laughs> He's here. He's here. Well, I, I <laughs> oh, shit. Is that the signal? <laughs> oh, shit. I missed him. I mean, come on. Right? Well, I will state this. Where he was positioned at, you you had the sign that was right there at Dealey Plaza. If you needed a sign, or if you needed a, um, I, I get, I guess it's almost like a, a a yard marker. Right. I was gonna say if if you want to say okay, he's standing at the X marks the spot, so to speak. There was a sign there, right. so okay. you wouldn't have needed the guy with the umbrella. Like this is the sign. or right. yeah, yeah. There you go. So yeah, because so he was would, right there. So. I would say his explanation kind of kind of works out works out because he was in view of the president in the position that and he was because he was in front like was the in front sign was the back sign. here he was more so, towards the road right and he was on the side with kennedy so he would have been very visible to right. the president all right number eight i think we debunked that one you ready number eight number eight let's go 
Are you sure? Because <laughs> I guarantee you, you've never heard this okay, one. Okay, let's go. The Coca-Cola conspiracy <laughs> of one theory. <laughs> you are right. I've never heard of this one. Let's go. Shooter Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, actually, I have heard of this. <laughs> Holy of, shit. Of course you have. <laughs> of course. Oh. Of course you have. Why? Why? Because Lee Harvey was known to be a Dr. Pepper, Pepper drinker. Fan. And yet, when he was leaving the book depository, he purchased a Coca-Cola, not a Dr. Pepper. Yes. Moore believes that there can be only one real estate explanation. Oswald must have shot the president and chose the wrong soft drink. Under the pressure of trying to get out of the building. Uh, because he was nervous. Right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, of course. <laughs> Of course. I've never in my life heard that shit. Of course you would know that. Uh, yes. God bless you, my friend. All right. You ready? Number yeah, seven. Number seven. <laughs> Woody Harrelson. You know him, right? Right. Did you know his dad was supposedly involved? I've... I've heard, tell me you fucking heard that shit. I've heard the theory you that... son Trump, of a bitch. That, that Charles Harrelson was involved. You even know his motherfucking name. <laughs> I'm gonna just here. Here, you take my mic. This is now uh, no longer don't don't tread on America. This is the CK1 <laughs> conspiracy hour. I, that that was the, you son of a bitch. That was a conspiracy that uh, Woody Harrelson's dad was part of the the Grassy. tramps. Was he part of the tramp crew uh, that was picked up at? Uh... Keep talking. No, no, no. Go no, ahead. you're fine. I was gonna tell you he was Texas-born Charles Harrelson, right. father of Woody Harrelson. Really the killer? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The man on the grassy knoll claims Harrison Sr. was one of two gunmen and that he was later arrested dressed as a tramp, tramp <laughs> in Daly Plaza. <laughs> Dallas, you motherfucker. You need to be on the show more often, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Daily Pol- uh, Dallas police eventually named three other men as the tramps. Mm-hmm. In 1968, Harrelson Sr. was convicted of murdering a businessman in the contract hit of South Texas, however. Yeah, so he was actually a known hitman. All right. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, you have, you've gotten four that I really didn't think you would know, at least two of them. I knew you knew of the, the two, right? but I didn't think you knew of the Coca-Cola and Woody Harrelson. Because I, to, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. I found this story. Hadn't read it because that's what I do. Right. <laughs> I find but, stories. But I'm catchy, like, catchy I'm like, that looks good. If you you, I know you listen to the shows that you're not on, and half of the stories that you, if you okay, before I keep going, and the folks that are listening, if you listen, if you pay attention to the words I say, and I'm reading a story, and I'm sure you've picked up on this, where I'm like, hmm. Have you picked up on that? Because <laughs> I didn't fucking read the story till just then. So I'm like, mm, son of a bitch. Now, I might know the basis of the story, so I could talk on it without actually reading it word for word. But then I'll read it, and I'm like, hmm. Well, it says here that the son of a bitch did it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> Evidently, person wrote this story. All right. Anyway, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, right. Number six. Number six. Number six. The Better Call Sal. 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 Theory. Call Sal. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm? Nothing. Hmm. Didn't trigger any. Not, any not yet. Your 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 electrodes aren't fucking flashing in there. Not yet. Are right, you ready? Mm-hmm. In appointment in Dallas, police officer Hugh McDonald blames the Soviets for contracting Sal, a rogue CIA agent and assassin, to kill JFK. Nothing. Apparently, McDonald freelanced for the CIA, and he met Sal at the agency's HQ. He later tracked down Sal to obtain, to obtain a confession, but not, it appears, an arrest warrant. Hmm. Sal, I keep on throwing up the quotation marks, right. apparently shot JFK from a building across the street from Oswald's Perch in the Texas book depository. Almost said, almost said suppository. Suppository. depository. Mm. If true, did Sal conspire with Oswald, or did the two men just happen to assassinate the president at the same time? All right. Well, I'm 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 going to hit you with a little bit of nerdism real quick. Here we go. I believe it's actually pronounced Saul, and it's a reference to um, the Better Saul. Call, Better right. Call Saul, mm. which is a uh, spinoff of the. Um, Here we go. What is the name of the popular show? Nerd. Breaking Friends? Bad. Breaking Bad. Yes. Breaking Bad. Nerd. Anyway. Right. So, not a popular conspiracy theory. Right. Nonetheless, it was six on the list. Well, but it's also very... Um, sketchy. Sketchy as into the fact of we have a alias... We have a person that supposedly knows this alias said <laughs> person, but can't track him down yet. <laughs> hey, listen, there's this dude, right? I don't know anything about him, his but suppose Sal or Sal or whatever the fuck you called him. All right, on to number five. Number five. All right. The Black Dog Man theory. Black Dog Man. Hmm. Hmm. In The Killing of a President, Robert Grodin argues that a black dogman figure can be seen um, in a some kind of bush. What the fuck is that? Pyracantha? Pyracantha bush? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, one of those. The, one of those. <laughs> the, the green with the things, right? Yeah. In frame 413 of the Z, the guy that made the movie, the, the Z, Zapruder mm -hmm. film. And um, the problem with that theory is that it's bullshit. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that the House Select Committee on Assassinations concluded an individual was not, what, or I'm sorry, uh, concluded that an individual was in front of the bushes, not behind them. Bill Miller argues that the man is actually the groundskeeper, Emmett Hudson. No one's ruled out. The black doggy yet. Hmm. All right. Uh, number four, we already actually spoke about. Okay. Oswald's Mexican trip. Okay. He, I'll run through it real quick. Oswald's visit to Mexico before Kennedy's death may have been to finalize the assassination plans and plot his escape. How uh, Oswald visited the Cuban and Russian embassies on his six-day trip. Three of those days may have been spent with pro-Castro groups, seemingly confirmed by journalist Oscar Contreras. The conversation, however, believes the journalist lived far away from, at the time, however, and wasn't in position to know who Oswald was with. Right. 
And and I will just once again point out the fact that you had the head of the FBI stating this person that was claiming to be Oswald did not match nor vocally or... vocally or physically appear to be Oswald. Okay. So number three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um number three I'm gonna I'm gonna call it this. I'm gonna put it under the realms of this. Okay. News of the obvious with your host PCGC. Mm-hmm. The CIA was involved. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> How that's number three, not number one. I can't wait to see what number one is. I literally haven't read this. Well, the CIA wouldn't allow it to be number one. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they're even on here. I just got erased. Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. When America's most trusted broadcaster, Walter Cronkite, announced JFK's death, the world was shocked. Everyone remembered what they were doing at that moment. But what exactly was the CIA doing? Dave Perry, a former insurance agent claim adjuster who had been digging through JFK assassination records since 17, or 17, 1976, pointed out that the CIA may have had Oswald on the payroll or overheard Oswald plotting with the Soviets at their Russian embassy in Mexico. Does he have any proof, though? Nit. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Oh, number two. Here comes the gravy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, This will probably get this podcast Taken off the air. <laughs> All right, let's roll with it. COVID. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Six years. Oh, fucking COVID. COVID sixty two got him. <laughs> uh, All right, that was funny. I'm sorry. You ready? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. You got your tinfoil hat. Uh, wait a minute. There you go. Put it on. It's okay. Okay. Lizard. <laughs> <laughs> the Illuminati. Hell yeah. Are to blame. Hell yeah. As the conspiracy theory goes, JFK delegated presidential power to issue silver certificates Mm -hmm. to the Treasury, which threatened the power of the Illuminati-controlled Federal Reserve. Mm -hmm. In fact, Kennedy signed an executive order to do the opposite, um, intending to phase out silver certificates in favor of the Federal Reserve notes. But why ruin a good conspiracy with facts? Now, before we go to number one, I'm going to call bullshit on that because we believe, I I think we've had these conversations, that this is kind of the most logical theory. Not so much the Illuminati, but the Federal Reserve aspect of it. Because he was trying to get off the gold standard. Right. Or I'm sorry. He was trying to get back back on the gold standard. He was trying to get off the fiat uh, currency, right? Right. And as we've talked about in previous episodes, mainly the Rothschilds, NWO, and uh, the New World Order, um, where the Rothschilds who control and own the federal, see, not to totally get on a whole other show subject, but. We've talked about this. The Federal Reserve is owned by the Roth, uh, Roth, 
Rothschilds. <laughs> Ros- uh, Roswells. Yeah, the Roswells <laughs> in Area 51. Son of a bitch. No, by, by the Rothschilds, right? We know this. I've told the story how that goes, and I'm not going to go into it, right. but nonetheless. And your Illuminati aspect of that would be the Rothschilds put the hit out, so to speak, on JFK because, God forbid, we'd not depend on them for their money. Right. Okay. Anything on that? I think that's not that's, a that's not an outlandish conspiracy, right? No. That's almost it, goes in line with the CIA. Right. And we we've talked about that. I think before on a show we've actually talked about the fact that it could be a, a conglomeration of this and this and this and, and and I could very much see a a CIA uh, <laughs> a CIA Illuminati um Oswald connection. Right. Well, I mean essentially <laughs> well, you yes, could take, because well, you could, the problem with Kennedy was is he was battling too many things at one time. Well, like I told you on he the phone. He created too many enemies at one time. Well, like I told you on the phone, you had the obvious en- enemy. Right. Right? And that was the Russians and or the Cubans, right? That was the obvious. <clears throat> that was the that was what we see nowadays. Well, that was the perceived enemies. Right. Because it was the obvious enemy as far as the American public was concerned. Right. Because it was easy to say oh, 9-11 was done by the Middle Eastern people, so we need to go invade. Right. This was done by these people, so we got to invade. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was easy. In these times, you just had the Bay of Pigs. You just had the uh, Russian missile crisis. You right. just had all these things happen, and you think news media is bad. Oh, granted, it's way worse than it was back then, but it was still bad in the sense that they're going to try and steer you down a path of uh, Americanism, so to speak. Um, So it was easy for for whoever to say, well, the Russians, and I think that's, and we've talked about, I think that's where Oswald came into the whole, oh, he defected, now he's back, and then he went to talk to the Russian embassy. and Well, he made an easy target. Right for them to use to use but, the Russian connection. But again, I think that's that's also the reason behind why I don't think Johnson had anything to do with it. But he was pressured into the fact that he had he had to cover it up. Well, I think he the, wasn't part of the plot, but he had to cover it up. And, and maybe because and I believe you, I believe you're right to a part because I'm, I'm sure. But um, it, it could be wavered as far as was he involved. I mean, obviously, he didn't plan out the hit. This is what we need to do. But I go back, to, call me crazy, call me whatever. I go back to the JFK movie, mm-hmm. the Oliver Stone movie, right? Mm-hmm. And there was Very a scene movie. in the movie, right, where um, uh, LBJ makes the comment. Now, granted, I don't know that this is on record. This is an official. This is Oliver Stone's narrative of what Happened. may have transpired. Mm-hmm. But he made the comment as vice president to whomever, you make me president, you'll get your damn war. Right. Because another thing, forget about the gold standard and all that shit, Kennedy didn't want to go into Vietnam, right? Correct. That was another, I mean, this that's actually not in this list of 10. I actually still have one more and this is a good one, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, he didn't want to go into Vietnam, Right. But obviously, the military industry needed to bail helicopter. These people needed money. And there's no better money than there is in war. 
So was he what was he integral in the planning? Probably not. He probably had nothing to do with that. But was he I'm not going to say anything, just made me president and then you'll get your damn war, maybe. Was he part of the cover up? More than likely. Right? Right. All right, you ready for number 1? Sure. You sure? Sure. Let's let's do it. Aliens organized the hit. Was that really number one? Yeah, it's number one. <laughs> Milton, Wil- Milton William Cooper, a former U.S. radio personality, author, and gun rights advocate. So obviously, he's crazy, right? <laughs> Spread the news about Project Luna. Why don't you look that up real quick while I speak on this? All right. Project, Project Luna. Luna. L-U-N-A. Yes, just like my granddaughter. Oh. <laughs> Sugar. 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 <laughs> A secret alien base on the dark side of the moon. Furthermore, he promoted the conspiracy theory that JFK was assassinated by a gas pressure device that aliens supplied to to the driver of the presidential limo because JFK was about to expose the Washington alien collusion. Which of these theories might be true? Hmm. You'll have to sift through the JFK assassination files for yourself. But we can give you a hint. It's definitely number one. Oh, no, it says it's likely not number one. You know, there's one missing on here. What is that? Because I, I, I'm done. I hit number one. Mm-hmm. Can I give my theory of what happened? <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet? <laughs> no, go ahead. No, I'll wait. Because <laughs> I, got, I got one other thing here. But I'll wait. What you got? All Project right. Luna. All right. So the Luna program from the Russian word... Uh, Moon. I have no idea. I can't speak Russian. <laughs> hey, uh, Oswald. Luna. Oswald. Can we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, from the Russian word Luna, meaning moon, right. occasionally called Lunik by the Western media, was a series of robotic spacecraft missions sent to the moon by the Soviet Union between 1959 and 1976. Fifteen were successful, each designed as either a orbiter or lander, and accompanied by many firsts in space exploration. They were performed by many experiments, studying the moon's chemical composition, gravity, temperature, and radiation. 24 spacecraft were formally given the Luna designation, although more were launched. Those that failed to reach orbit were not publicly acknowledged at the time and were not assigned a Luna number. Those that failed in low Earth orbit were usually given Cosmos designations. The estimated cost of the Luna program in 1964 was 6 to 10 billion U.S. dollars. Interesting. So, aliens did it. No? Aliens. So, you know, one, one, I, I just want to point out that wasn't brought up in that. Go ahead. The Mafia. Oh. Come on, man. Hmm? Hmm? So, go ahead. Talk on it. <laughs> uh, so, you know, essentially, that there's, a, there's a conspiracy that the mafia had JFK killed uh, because of his brother, uh, Robert F. Kennedy. Right. And, um, you know, we were talking about earlier today 
And, and I understand because of what transpired after the assassination, you had um, Jack Ruby come in and shoot Oswald. Jack Ruby had ties to the mob. So I understand the, the pulls and the ties to the mob. But as I was telling you today, I very, very, very seriously doubt that the mob had, first of all, the organization. Or what would it benefit the mob? The mob never did anything without it having a monetary or benefit a benefit right. to them in some way. If they would gain stature or financial um, gains from that. And if it's simply for the fact that I know that, that RFK was heavily involved in trying to take down the mob. Right. But you don't... Okay, I'm wanting to send a message to you. Right. But I'm going to go out and take somebody out more important than you. I'm going to take them out. Yeah, I think that argument would be more <laughs> plausible for his death. Right. Sirhan, Sirhan was contracted by the, the mob or whatever, right? Right. Now, um... I it would think, have been in a reverse order. Right. I think where the mob affiliation, whatever, comes into play is with Jack Ruby. With the, the cover-up. Right. So now who's to say mm -hmm. that they didn't have something to do with it in that sense? Where, But like you said, it wouldn't have been done if it didn't benefit them. Right. Like Jack Ruby, if I recall correctly, was dying of cancer. So, Well, not known. Oh, I thought that was that was the popular story then. That was the popular story. Okay. Um so who's to say in my personal opinion is the aliens. I like the alien story. <laughs> I kinda like that. I kinda like that. All right. Well and we're gonna go with that. All right, guys. Have a great day. <laughs> no, go ahead. So what if I kind of want to save this one for last, but it's such a good one. Mm -hmm. Such a good one. It has a, it has a tie to Jacob Leon Rubenstein. Oh shit! Otherwise known as Jack Ruby. Mm. Okay. But I okay. So here, here's what I have. I have two things. Mm -hmm. One of them. Okay. So before I say anything. Um. This, we're hoping to be an ongoing series, and we're going to try and, as we leave this story, right, the idea that we talked about was to have this lead into another story. Mm -hmm. What does this have to do with that type, right. type situation? Start, start right? with the base. Right. And we want to, mm -hmm. in our opinion, we believe that this conspiracy theory of JFK dying was... Obviously, it wasn't the first conspiracy theory known to man because we can go down a list of shit that's happened prior to Kennedy, and I don't really care to do that. Right. Um, I believe, or we believe, that this is a, a cataclysmic event that led into other events down the road. Well, and kind of like this had to happen for these other things had well, to happen. And like I told you before, I, I think this is the first thing that happened that really shook... Um, the common people's view of the government. Well, it's because you TV was relatively new, mm -hmm. you know, and obviously nowadays we have a lot more conspiracy theories of varying degrees, okay. right? And why is that? 
because you have social media, you have, you know, uh, the news cycle, a shit ton ends. of news. Yeah. It's back in these days, you had the seven o'clock news, right? You had Walter Cronkite and whoever else. Right. And that was it. You might've had your local news, depending on what city you lived in. But, um, and you trusted these people, you know what I'm saying? Walter, right. You know, I don't know who all the, I, Walter Cronkite, obviously, I don't recall who it's, you know, was on other channels, but, but he was the he was the major name in right. news, and you trusted everything that came out of his mouth. Right, he could have told you the sky was green. You look outside and the shit's blue, and you'd believe his ass. Well, I just want to point out this. Now, this is from a Gallup poll, and this is what I was telling you. Right, and so you know, this is like I said, this is why we believe this is the first of um of the conspiracies that really shook the public's view of their government and trust and trust. Uh, okay. It says Americans were skeptical in the lone gunman theory almost immediately after Kennedy was killed in a poll conducted November 22nd. This is, <laughs> I just want to point out the poll was given the day that he, Kennedy was shot. <laughs> if that isn't, uh, this is before they knew shit about shit, right? Right. So a poll conducted between nine, uh, November 22nd to 27th, 1963, Gallup found that 29% of Americans believe one man was responsible for the shooting. That is less than 70% of Americans believe that there was more than one gunman involved. That was uh, the week that yeah, Kennedy was they shot. They didn't know anything about anything. Right. That was before any theories, any people were on there with their diagrams, with their, with their uh, reenactments. With their, um, whatever. Right. That was the week of people believed that there was more than one gunman. Okay. Um, Americans believe more than one, one man, uh, I'm sorry, Americans believe one man was responsible for the shooting and 52% believe others were involved in a conspiracy. Hmm. So 50, more than half, half. Right. of Americans believe that there was a conspiracy to kill the President of the United States. Okay. Now, if you go to excuse me, this COVID break was brought to you by Kleenex. Like I rubbed my nose and triggered a sneeze. <laughs> All right, don't worry, it's the stealth variant. <laughs> I'm good. Duck, it, you're good. Okay, see, I'm below Shit. the COVID level. I made jokes. <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get. That's what you get. <clears throat> anyway. I'm dying here. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I need another drink. Show must go on. So by 1976, Americans believe the conspiracy theory swelled to 81%. So 81% of Americans, and this is why I told you I think this would be a good one to start with, because I think this day and age, everybody has some sort of view about the Kennedy assassination. Right. Whether it be... The lone gunman, whether it be a, a shooter on the grassy knoll, whether it be a conspiracy uh, from different groups to kill Kennedy, whether it be you know Cuba, Russia, the mob, right. uh, the CIA, who eighty one percent of Americans feel like. So when was this? This was this was as of nineteen seventy six. So I think this so has actually swelled more right since I said time. And this is we're having this conversation. Two people that weren't even alive when this happened. And I believe the aliens did. No. 
<laughs> I believe the reason folks, people like us, 45 and 48-year-old men that weren't even alive, where our parents were young adults at that time. I mean, shit, my dad, so what was it, 63, right? 63. Mm -hmm. So my dad was 12. Right. Your dad was 36. No. Uh, <laughs> 36, no. He was, what, probably 15, mm -hmm. give or take, right? I believe he was born in 50. My dad was born in 51. Yeah, so my dad was, I think, was born in 54. Oh, so he was like a nine. Yeah. So, hmm. but that's my point. Even they were too young to for really them understand. to affect them. Right. But here we are talking about it. And the reason I believe, or, you know, I think we believe, is because this wasn't one incident that affected JFK. Obviously affected JFK. <laughs> I would say affected him a little bit. <laughs> he was the main effector. <laughs> but I think it's bigger than him. <clears throat> In the sense of the trust, like, like you were just reading the poll. And then as you move forward in time and different situations come about, it makes everybody scratch their head, i.e. the video I, j I played earlier in the show of the uh, Matt Lee right. talking to the State Department rep where he's like, I told you. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker, we're done with mm -hmm. y'all's telling us shit. Where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? Where's the physical evidence? Right. And his, like I said, his face was like, oh, 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 oh. Well, you know, why because is me not telling you good enough. Yeah, where was <laughs> where was Matt Lee in 1963? Where's the evidence? We're telling you Oswald did it. Fuck that shit. Where's the evidence? Right. You, I think to bring it to today, and and granted, we're not done with this story because I still have two more things I want to talk about. Damn it! <laughs> but to bring it to today's mindset, we get told in the. Let me put it this way. In the past two years, we've been told so much shit that when we, not you and I per se, but people like us, question whatever, right? whether it's COVID or, uh, fuck it, COVID, okay. anything to do with COVID, we're, we're labeled conspiracy theorists. We don't believe, we personally, you and I, you and I and our immediate families right don't agree with the vaccine not that we don't agree with the vaccine with with vaccines per se but this particular vaccine. this particular vaccine and i'm saying immediate family because i'm talking about wife <laughs> your one child i mean i don't know about your other two if they've been or not but my wife <laughs> and one child that hasn't been my other two my personal two have been mainly because my daughter's got pre-existing conditions in my personal opinion she's got pre-existing conditions and i believe she was convinced to, to get the so. shot my son on the other hand was convinced by his boss we can argue that fact and we have um he did what he had to do right nonetheless we believe that um when we have an opposing opinion of those shots and everything that's happened, l listen to our earlier shows. If anyone that's listening to this is new to the broadcast, listen to our earlier shows. Now, I will preference that 
by saying ignore the audio quality because we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. <laughs> but listen to the words we were saying. Me in the studio. <laughs> hey, buddy, how's it going? But listen to what we talked about. We talked about a lot of things that would have been deemed conspiracy theorists, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's safe to say, right? Even I, sitting across from you, was like, this motherfucker might be a little crazy. <laughs> I never said that. And I, but I did. You, but did, you did. You did. I, I'll be honest. I've told you this. Mm-hmm. You did say things that I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of fucked mm-hmm. up. You know, I never said it on the show because right. I don't want people to think that, you know, you're stupid. <laughs> but you're stupid. Mm-hmm. No. But no. For example, not to totally get off of the subject, but we are talking about conspiracy theories. We had a conversation. We had a show where we talked about vaccine passports. Mm-hmm. And you made the comment about don't I don't remember exactly how you said it, but you said something to the effect of don't be surprised when you can't buy groceries, you can't go here, you can't go there, you can't do this, you can't do that without a vaccine passport. Right. Well, I think it was the first mention of of the pax, uh, vaccine passports. Yeah, this was back in and, and I want to say March. Right, and it was as simple as. Um, I think they were just mentioning it. Yeah, about. there was nothing. The vaccines had just started to roll out. Right. Like the grandpas and grandmas were just now getting vaccines. This right. wasn't This wasn't like we're trying to vaccinate right. preschoolers. Right. This was when the shit was brand new. Right. And there was talks of vaccine right. passports. And there was talks of the excess, accelerate, what was it called? Excelsior. Excelsior Pass. Mm-hmm. And there was talks of the... Um, Anal swap, no. <laughs> well, there was talks about it. But there was talks of these things, and you had made the comment, well, don't be surprised when you have to have this stuff to be able to buy groceries, to be able to go out to dinner, be able to go wherever. Right. And I was kind of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like the dude on, uh, what was that, Trading Places, right? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is he talking about? But, I mean, I kind of went with it. But... That, like I said, that was probably like March, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, damn near a year. Mm-hmm. He was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he was right the whole time. Now I'm like sitting here telling him like. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Like the way you think. He's right. I mean, <laughs> not for nothing. But anyway, back to JFK being killed by aliens, right? Okay, right. I got two more scenarios. Are, are we ready to start wrapping this up, or do you have anything else? Before I get into my t- final two. Oh, no, I've got much more. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a brief break, because I'm going to need some more drink. What I want to go to into, you you let me know what you, you want to talk about. I want to go into talking about the ancillary uh, deaths around the JFK conspiracy, okay. that once you start to tie them in together... You can't help but look at it and be like, yeah, there was something going on there. Do do these letters mean anything to you? <laughs> no. They, they have nothing to do. With what you're going to say, With but you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So can I talk about that first, or do you sure. want to talk about yours no, first? No, no, no. Do you sure. want to close with yours? you want to close sure. with my other theory? <laughs> We'll close with your other theory. My other theory. So we'll get this one. Well, because I'm kind of thinking this is a good theory to stop with and brings us into another Another show. Okay. So we'll end with this. Sounds good. And so, well, you guys won't know this, but we're going to take a quick break (laughs) um, because we need to get refills. And uh, 
Sugar water. All right, guys, we are back. Um, I, you know, I said I wasn't going to take it out, but fuck it, right? <laughs> this portion of the show is brought to you in part by that. Not that they're a sponsor, but fuck it. Captain, Captain Morgan. Morgan, what was it? Uh, vanilla cherry <laughs> spice rum. So what my friend did here is he mixed uh, six fingers. <laughs> Cherry vanilla uh, spice rum, mm-hmm. Captain Morgan. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. Right? There you go. Is that it? Mm-hmm. With uh, moonshine cherries mm-hmm. and a little bit of moonshine. Right. And uh, six ounces of cherry vanilla. Zero. Because, you know, oh, yeah. we have to watch our figure. <laughs> I mean, never mind the chicken wings and pizza we've eaten, but nonetheless, that. That right there is scary good. good. That's scary, scary good. good. That's almost like drinking the fucking Jim Beam orange with the Sunkist. Right. So, not to we we've got a lot more to talk about. I just heard everyone turn off their <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, what you remember the show we talked about this. Remember the show? What was that on his, uh, Comedy Central? I think it was the Drunken, Drunken History. History. Right. Mm-hmm. We talked about this. Right. I think. The D-Town Files is going to be brought to you in part by a different alcoholic drink because Mm -hmm. it's fun. Right. It's fun to drink a little. We're not drunk. Loosen you up a little bit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you're feeling good. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'll ignore the point that you don't have your pants on right now. I'll ignore that. Oh, that's that's weird? (laughs) Anyway. No, but seriously, put your pants on. (laughs) Ma'am, put your pants back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're ready for the next one I have. Okay. So I, now- I have no articles on this. Okay. This is a a PCGC exclusive. exclusive. Okay. No one, I, you know a lot more about a lot of things than I do. And I'm going to say that with the utmost confidence in the fact that I'm stupid. No, I'm going to, I'm going to. In these types of subjects, and the reason I say that is because I broke down the I I tried to hit you with the top ten conspiracy. The let me let me let me creme de la creme. This says ten crazy (laughs) JFK conspiracies ranked, including one that may be true. No, what does it say? It says uh, one that may be yeah may even be true. So you knew. Half of them, or more. Here I'm reading these like, what the fuck? <laughs> I knew about the accident, right? I knew about the Umbrella Man, the Coca Cola thing. I didn't have a fucking clue. And you're like, oh yeah, he likes Dr Pepper. Dad, he uh, drinks it, Dr Pepper. I'm like, what the fuck? I never heard of that. <laughs> so this one is a PCGC exclusive. exclusive. Okay. Now. You know, you know about this because right. we've had this conversation. Right. But the listeners to this show have no idea what I'm about to say. Okay. Aliens, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. Alien, no. Mm. What if I told you mm-hmm. that I personally believe that NASA... Had JFK bumped off. Oh, yeah? Hmm. I have no proof. <laughs> <laughs> Thus ends my... <laughs> <laughs> Thus ends my evidence. 
<laughs> because I just said it. <laughs> Sugar water. No, but seriously, NASA, right? Here's my thought. This is like like you said. I have no evidence. I have no proof. And I'll even say as much as NASA encouraged CIA and Oswald and whoever the fuck else was involved. Okay. The reason I'm saying NASA is this. What had NASA done prior to JFK being killed? What was what was the whole deal in 61, 2, 3? Sputnik had gone up. We, America, had thought... Shit, oh shit! We got to one up them. Right, we got to one up them. So we throw up a fucking satellite. We gotta, you know, John Glenn. We gotta orbit the Earth, or, well, I guess that's a subject for another day. <laughs> um, I don't want people to. Mm-hmm. We're starting to gain a little popularity. I don't want to tune them out so quick on my <laughs> flat thing. Anyway, um, uh, what was I talking about? No. Um, so Sputnik goes up. So now. We send up John Glenn. He orbits the Earth, allegedly. Um, I threw that in there, so I had to. Um, So this kind of brings us into another conspiracy theory, maybe for another show, but nonetheless. It kind of ties together. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, sugar water. Um, Because actually the other thing I'm going to talk about brings us into another conspiracy theory also. But anyway, um, NASA. We barely won World War II, okay? Okay. And on paper, you know how you watch football or whatever, and they say on paper uh, the Bucks should lose because on paper they don't match up to the Titans. Right. Whatever. We know that's not true. But anyway. <laughs> hey, I'm a Bucks fan. He's a Titans fan. Anyway. Um, we gained the knowledge of being able to try and do these things from Operation Paperclip, Paperclip right? Mm-hmm. Because the Germans had the technology not so much for space travel but on paper they should have whooped our ass in world war ii well from some of the documentation out there states that the germans had um technology we'll just say technology right far exceeding anything that we could possibly imagine had they unleashed said (laughs) technology which for the for the Love of God, why didn't they do it? Right when they when they could, could have. have, they didn't. To they, the point to the point where where we were talking today mm-hmm. about a situation that happened in Los Angeles. What was that? Nineteen forty two, three. It was. It was during World War Two, but so it would have been after. Yeah, so I think it was around two or three, somewhere around there. But nonetheless, there was a situation, mm-hmm. we'll call it that, in Los Angeles. I, ignorant to the fact, didn't know much about it. Of course, of course, i talking to Chris about it. He's like, oh, yeah, that was a blah, 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 in L.A. What would you call it? The Battle for Los yeah, Angeles. For, see, now, to me, that sounds like a bad Kurt Russell movie. <laughs> but I guess that's the escape from Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> so it was early February of 1942. Hey, I was right. I said 42, 43. How about that? Hey, look at that. I was right. Write that down. Don was, was right. right. Anyway. Um, First and last. <laughs> oh, it's true. I'm stupid. <laughs> no, but um, 
Many people don't know about that, but I'm not going to get into that story. The, the basis around that story was the fact that what had happened, we believed, the people that were there at the time, that that was Germany because Germany had, or we believed, they had the technology to do such a thing because it wasn't a fire uh, firefight or an air fight, whatever you want to call no. it, that at that time was traditional to those times, right? Right. And that goes into a whole UFO type situation, and that's one of the conspiracy theories of aliens and so on and so forth. So I'm not going to get into that. But nonetheless, Germany had the technology that they, on paper, like I said, could have crushed the U.S., could have ended the war, no bubbles, no troubles. Why we won, we don't know. Uh, you could say God was on our side, the American grit and determination, whatever, I don't know. But nonetheless, so Operation Paperclip, we get scientists, Russia gets scientists that had this, the uh, mentality, mentality to be able to do these things. We knew during World War II that Russia had, or I'm sorry, that Germany, Germany. had mm -hmm. the uh, knowledge and had the ability. They actually had V2 rockets. They had rocket-propelled planes. They had this technology. Thus, the reason why they could have whooped our ass and for whatever reason didn't. Mm -hmm. um, thus, Operation Paperclip, just a brief synopsis, Russia took some, we took some, we tried to build up the rocket aspects well, of it, our... it really furthered our space... Space explorations. Mm -hmm. Because at the time, we believed space was the final frontier, right? right. We've all seen Star Trek, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, believe what you want about space. Nonetheless, Russia in 60... 60? 61, set up Sputnik. We freak the fuck out because we're thinking, shit, they're going to be able to bomb us from above, essentially, mm -hmm. was, was the reason. And um, Kennedy, we got to do the same thing, yada, yada, yada. Made this And he speech. made his speech, we're going to space, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you think maybe NASA was like, motherfucker. This guy just this uh, motherfucker just, just wrote checks that we can't fucking cash. <laughs> now, mind you, mind you, the the creator or founder or whatever you want to call him of NASA was Oswald. No, <laughs> no, was I don't know his name. Warner Van Von. Braun. Of course, of Warner course, Von Braun. Uh, hold on a second, you son of a bitch. <laughs> of course, you know his motherfucking name. This comes from the guy that we were having a discussion, not the totally... Hey, hi. I'm PCGC, and I'm about to get off the subject. We were having a discussion about the fucking Matrix right. a while back. Remember this conversation? And I'm like, what's the dude's name? He's like, I'd rather have taken the blue pill, or I should have taken the blue pill. Cypher. You're like, Cypher. I'm like, of course. The only person I know in that fucking movie, the only, I should say people, is Morpheus Neo... And the chick with the tits. I don't even know her name. That's her name to me, chick with tits. What's her name? Trinity. Of course. Of <laughs> course. Uh, and, okay, so let me let me geek out for a second. Tank? No. Oh, right? Oh, look at you. What was his brother's name? Uh, McGillicuddy Jones. <laughs> Dozier. Dozier. I was close. And then he had a wife named Kamala. No. No? No. I love the movies. Watched all three of them, oddly enough. Um, 
Anyway, I know I'm getting off on a tangent because, <laughs> hi, I'm Don, right? It's what we do. I have no idea what the fuck I was talking about. You were talking about Warner Von Braun. Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. So he started NASA. Right. Right? So ideally, he had a counterpart. I couldn't tell you his name. I'm, I don't know if you know his name. I'm Wake. <laughs> that went to Russia. I don't know. Do you know? Oh uh, no, I don't. Know. Okay, <laughs> I was waiting for you to be. Oh, that was Johnson Sauerkraut. I'm sure I can find it real quick. You saw it. Anyway, so surely whatever knowledge, what was his name again? Warner, Warner Von Braun. That guy. Surely the knowledge he had, his counterpart in Russia had similar knowledge. Safe to say. Sure. Right. So. Russia did what they did. They sent up Sputnik, whatever. Surely this guy, once Kennedy made his comment, was like, motherfucker. Because Kennedy wasn't like, fuck it, we're going to do the same thing. He was like, we're putting a man on the moon. Right? I don't remember his speech word for word, but I know he said man on the moon. Right? right? So surely they, these scientists were thinking, okay, we can mimic what uh, Russia did by doing Sputnik, right? We can do that. And we can one-up them instead of putting a, a dog in space. Here we go. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, that would be uh, Sergei Kor- Korolev. <laughs> so that guy. <laughs> anyway. So we as Americans were like, we're going to... We're going to one-up them instead of doing Sputnik with a doggy, right? Because I'm pretty sure that's how it was, right, Sputnik? We're going to put the first man Well, we're going to put a man in orbit, John Glenn, right? right. And we're going to one-up them on that. We're going to put someone on the moon, so fuck y'all. So when he made these comments, do you think Warner McGillicuddy was saying, motherfucker, we can, we can orbit the shit because that's not that hard. But you talking about putting a man on the moon... Which, a story for another day. Yeah, we're gonna keep <laughs> without going into that detail because we could sit for here for another hour. But I'm gonna right. just give you a brief synopsis because the couple of things we're gonna talk about here towards the end leads us into a future shows. Right, safe to say. Okay, mm-hmm. so without going into that detail, I'm gonna say this: I personally believe NASA had something to do with Kennedy's murder for the fact that he. Put them on a... Spoke out of turn. Yeah. Said, this is what we're going to do. And they're like, ain't no fucking way. <laughs> and in turn, maybe, possibly, something we'll talk about in the future. The moon landing was faked. Mm. <laughs> it hit the music. <laughs> <laughs> the moon landing was faked. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I don't want to go into detail on that because, like I said, that is a show for another day. Maybe maybe that'll be our next conspiracy theory situation. Or maybe not. We'll, end, we'll end the show with my, with my final situation. But I'm going to let you okay. go into your situation. So, Do you want me to let the X-Files, or I'm sorry, the detail <laughs> files things play? I'll pause it. No, okay. Good. You go ahead. All right. So I want to talk about a couple of uh, a couple of deaths that surrounded to get back onto the JFK 
<laughs> you okay? Yeah, I went down the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to cough into the mic. So. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple of a couple of deaths. <laughs> Stuff's good. <laughs> a couple of de- <laughs> that's good shit. <laughs> I believe you're trying to say a couple of deaths. That surrounded the JFK assassination. Okay. Sugar water. And that may lean Son of a bitch. lead into that may lend oh, credence I'm sorry. to a conspiracy. Okay. Hey. All right. So the first one I want to talk about is is a reporter named Dorothy Kilgallen. Have you ever heard of Dorothy Kilgallen? <laughs> no. No. Does she have anything to do with the Coca-Cola Dr. Pepper thing? <laughs> no. Okay. No, I don't All know right. who she is. All right, okay. See, this is why I like keeping this stuff. I just want you to know that I, I've had this stuff for, for a little bit. Like, I, I've been researching this stuff left and right, and I've kept it from him just because I want to see his fine. reaction. And that's what I appreciate because we, we had a conversation today when you were like, we start to talk about something. Ah, save it for the show. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. All right. Kathy, Kathy, Dorothy, Ka- Dorothy sucks a gallon. Gotcha. Right. Was one of the most well known and prominent reporters in American <laughs> history. Her tenacious personality and intense columns examined major stories of her time, including the murder trial of Dr. Sam Shepard, okay. which was the basis behind the movie The Fugitive. Don't know what you're talking Harrison about. Harrison Ford. Oh, okay. Right, right. Tommy Lee Jones. I've seen the second one. Gotcha. And the Cuban Missile Crisis. So was she the, uh, uh, what was the black guy in the movie? The second one. Wesley Snipes. Was she was that the guy, or <laughs> that was the first movie? Jesus, I never Jesus. saw the first movie. Okay, okay, shocking. I'm sorry. All right, I'll sit back here and shut. <clears throat> While her readers loved her dynamic style, powerful figures in Hollywood and intelligence agencies were not fans of her work. After the assassination of the president, her close friend John Kennedy in November of 1963, Dorothy dedicated her work to uncovering what she believed. To have been a massive, <clears throat> a massive conspiracy and cover-up. She had been in contact. She had a contact in the Warren Commission who leaked information to her, which she in turn published. The FBI began keeping a file on her and tapping her phone after Dorothy refused to reveal her sources. Dorothy became the only journalist to get a private one-on-one interview with Jack Ruby, the man who shot and killed Lee Harvey Oswald. In the days and weeks leading up to her death, Dorothy told friends she was going to break the case wide open. And she had plans to travel to New Orleans to meet with an informant. Sadly, Dorothy would be found dead in her home just days before this trip. Hmm. And what information she had gathered would never be revealed as her research files were never found. Okay. <laughs> so to piggyback on top of that, Dorothy actually had a friend. Sweet. Just one. Just one friend. So she's she's much kinda like you. Kind of like us. Wait, wait, <laughs> us. Oh wait, you got uh, you got Jeff. I forgot. Jeff, my buddy Jeff. All right. So Dorothy actually. Can I tell you about the best. <laughs> Dorothy actually. Um, she had been found dead due to a alcohol and barbiturate overdose. Mm. Okay, so she was found in her bed. Very similar to 
do you recall a certain starlet that was found very much the same way? Madonna. Oh. She's still alive. Marilyn Monroe. Who also had a tie to... JFK. You starting to see a pattern here, Mm -hmm. folks? All right. So, let me ask a quick question. Mm -hmm. The chick, Mm -hmm. the uh, news reporter. Mm -hmm. When was this? 63, 4? So, this was after uh, 1965. Okay. 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 So, So, I'm sorry. No, go Um, ahead. Mm -hmm. So, she started to investigate, talked to Jack Ruby... She was about to break the case wide open. She actually had a insider inside the Warren Commission. Right, she was going to go to to uh, New Orleans, which one could believe. I mean, if you've ever seen the movie JFK, mm-hmm. could have been one of those characters. Could have been in that movie. Just just saying. Um, not you know, not uh, Kevin Costner, but the actual people. Right. Um, and then she. O- ODs, ODs in a, a drunken mm-hmm. barbiturant. Mm-hmm. That's that sounds about right. Right. That happens. nothing to see here. That happens. That happens. Right. She's I'm about, about to, to break see, this case. I'm, I'm about, about to, to see my life's work fulfilled. I'm, I'm gonna about to break I'm gonna win a motherfucking Pulitzer. Nobel. Yeah, Pulitzer Nobel Peace Prize. I'm about to get fucking right. Rich on top of rich mm-hmm. and famous on top of famous. But let me go ahead and OD first. Right. That sounds plausible. Right. Well, hold that thought. I'm holding. Okay, so Dorothy actually had a friend whose name was Florence Pritchard Smith, okay, who she had actually given... Given? given had given <laughs> right, I'm going to take your... <laughs> she had given copies of some of her notes, too. Right. Okay. Dorothy knew that she was a marked woman, so she gave copies of her notes and another reporter named Florence Pritchard Smith. Smith was married to a former U.S. ambassador to Cuba. Justin Trudeau. Oh, that's another show for <laughs> that's another, another day. Show. Sorry. Smith was found dead. Also, sitting in bed, verdict was the same in both cases. Just two days after Dorothy's close friend and confidant, uh, Florence Pritchard Smith died of the same causes, alcohol and barbiturates. Two days after Dorothy was found dead, so was her friend that she had confided the notes that she had taken in the same manner. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Was... Pure coincidence, I'm sure. Well, okay. I'm going to say this about that. Okay. You're stupid. Okay. No. Florence Pritchard. Florence Pritchard Smith. Florence Pritchard Smith. I'm curious about something. Mm-hmm. Pritchard Smith. Smith. Curious. Okay. Gay sex. All right. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. So you ever seen the movie Enemy of the State? Yes. Tell me. What do you, not to go into detail, but what do you basically remember that story? Forget about Gene Hackman and what Will Smith did. I'm talking about the girl. So that was the chick off of uh, the Cosby show, right? I can't think oh, of her Lisa name. Bonnet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, the same storyline. She had an idea, she had a story, she was going to expose it, and they peeled her ass like a fucking onion. 
So she actually... Uh... No, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Eraser. Yeah. Yeah, that was a reporter that... She... Yes. You're thinking of Eraser. Yes. Yes. But essentially down the same lines where Will Smith had information, he confided in a friend. And then she got killed. And then she got killed for it. Yes. So it's very interesting. Not, not that this has any... Not that the enemy of the state movie has anything to do with what you're talking about. Not necessarily. Um, it's interesting how art imitates. I'm going to throw up the quotation marks. Imitates life, or or the life ideas. Life imitates art. art. Life gives the idea to art. Right. Anyway, so continue with your. So nevertheless, your lies and propaganda. Well, nevertheless, this is the beginning of. Am I boring you? <laughs> I'm tired. No. That's <laughs> okay. weird. I take a sniffle and all of a sudden I'm yawning. So, go ahead. Let me let me move on. The let deep, smoothing on. sounds of PCGC. Okay. So let me ask you: Have you ever heard the name? I'm going to say no. Oh, I'm, I'm going to believe you. <laughs> have you ever heard the name Mary Pinchant Meyer? Would it surprise you to say if I told you no? Okay. Well, <laughs> this is going to come as no shock and surprise to many. Of the listeners out there, but um, JFK was a little bit of a uh, womanizer. Whore. <laughs> he was a man whore. <laughs> <laughs> he has been known to have the uh, uh, occasional whore. Well, we won't classify these women as whores, but they're whores. Trist. How about Trist? <laughs> Kamala. Oh, <laughs> no. So anyway, uh, Mary Pinchotmeyer, who was a whore, had a very varied backstory. I'm not going to go into her backstory completely because was it a backdoor story? It would it would bore most people. But needless <laughs> to say, she came from a very uh, wealthy family, well-to-do family. Okay. Okay. Um, got involved in a tryst with JFK so much so that she was kind of the um. She was the lady that JFK was calling when Jackie was out of town. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she had been known to been seen at the White House with uh, Mr. Kennedy. Right. Um, partied with Mr. Kennedy. Uh, had a various relationship with Kennedy. As a matter of fact, uh, auctioned off some of uh, one of his last letters that he wrote to her prior to his death, actually got auctioned off for about, I think, $89,000. Damn. Yeah. So, in, in where he was trying to convince her to come stay with him somewhere, somewhere off the Cape, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. Anyway, nevertheless, uh, Miss Meyer never believed the Warren Commission. Right. And... To the fact where she actually may have had some inside information, actually kept a uh, per private like a diary. Diary. Yes. <clears throat> um. Of course, it would be remiss without saying that uh, Miss Meyer met with an untimely end. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> of course she did. So barbiturates and the alcohol. Uh, not this time. Not this time. The bottom of the lake with Ted Kennedy. Close. Okay. Close. She got close to the lake. Mm -hmm. 
So Jason <clears throat> hit her with the machete. Uh, Monday, October twenty. Uh, sorry, October twelfth, nineteen sixty-four. Uh, Mary Pitcher Meyer, who had a private relationship with President John F. Kennedy for nearly two years until his murder eight months earlier, was walking in the forty-three hundredth block of Old Chesapeake and o- Ohio Canal towpath in Washington D.C. The towpath area, which bordered the Potomac River was also an unofficial recreation park for fishing and jogging. It was a short distance from the Georgetown section of D.C. where Mary lived. Hmm. Uh, so, essentially what happened was, she was walking this path, dude grabbed her, um, tried to pull her into the bushes, shot her behind the left ear, um, she continued to struggle. The guy pulled her on down towards the lake, shot her in the chest. And, um, so an obvious hit. Mm, well, was he, was she raped or? Well, they, they were saying that was the motive behind it. Pros- possibly robbery, possibly for rape. Okay. Right. So in this time she cried out. And, and I've never kind of understood this part of the story because there's a part of her um, kind of like yelling out, staggering towards these two guys. There was these two guys from a service station that were changing the tire of a car nearby. They heard right. her call out, you know, for help or whatever. I've never understood that she was shot behind the left ear and shot in the chest. Right. And the fact that she was still able to cry out and these people were able to see. So needless to say, one of these guys that was changing the tires spotted this guy. Um, and ultimately they, uh, convicted or tried to convict. They arrested Raymond J. Uh, I'm sorry. Raymond, Raymond James, <laughs> Raymond Crump jr. I almost threw J in there. I have no idea why <laughs> you were going with the, with the McGillicuddy. I have a feeling. Raymond J. Crump, uh, <laughs> Raymond Crump jr. <laughs> He did it anyway. He so did anyways, it anyway. African-American male was located in the area, fit the description of what the guy said. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. So, the 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 guy, the uh, and I don't have his name, I'm sorry, but the guy that was changing the tire, whatever, basically said that he saw this guy standing over the body. Raymond Crump fit the description of this guy. Now, now when they when they, when he described the guy he described him as being approximately five foot eight 185 pounds um also god so this raymond crump was he the black gentleman yes Hmm. okay okay there was also a lieutenant duke there was a lieutenant and I cannot find his name now. Had it right here. Had it right here. Anyways, she on the path passed this guy who was part of the military, Lieutenant Colonel blah, 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 something. He also confirmed seeing said this individual, person. described him in very much the same manner. Now, I will say this about that. Raymond Crump was five foot five and weighed approximately 145 pounds. Uh, Mary Meyer. Hold on. Did you say five foot five? Five foot five, 145 pounds. Jesus Christ. Was he a man? Mary Meyer was five foot six and weighed approximately 130 pounds. 
So she was almost the same exact size as this guy. Right. Was he was he even a man, baby? <laughs> I mean But but the point is is this guy vaguely okay. f- What happened was is they started searching the area. This guy was in the area at the time. He was soaking wet, had claimed he had been out fishing, he had lost his fishing pole into the in, in the uh, the lake, had went in to retrieve it, that's why he was soaking wet, whatever. They they were questioning him, and when they did, the guy that was changing the tire looked and said that was the guy that was standing over. Sure. They arrested him on the spot. And and let's preface the story by saying this was 1960s, whatever. 1965. 1965 America, where we didn't think very highly of black folk. Exactly. So, so. In, in such case, let's just say for Raymond Crump, um, he did uh, retain an attorney that was very heavy into the civil rights movement. Uh, he was able to be acquitted of this murder for lack of it. Uh, it was basically circumstantial evidence. Right. Uh, now, I'm not going on to say that Raymond Crump was a good guy. He did have an extensive record. He did go on to get arrested for other things. I'm not saying he was a good guy, but was he... Involved was in he, this murder. Was he guilty for being black? Type I have, thing? I, yeah, well, I have no idea. Who's to say? I have no I, doubt. I would, I would no. venture a guess that considering the situation of the people involved, not the crump gentleman, but the other folks, he was just guilty by being in the proximity of the situation. <laughs> well, one might say. Okay. So what lends this to a little bit of the JFK conspiracy? I thought I heard him. I do hear an alarm. Knock at the door. No, it's an alarm. Is there someone? Do you hear? No, I hear an alarm, like a okay. car alarm going off. So what we talked about earlier is we talked about Miss um, Myers' private diary, right? Which may or may not have included uh, personal details. Now she was very, very heavily into the uh, liberal. Um, she was very much a liberal, bleeding heart. Uh, peace movement type and there's some that have speculated that maybe some of her because Kennedy was essentially a fat infatuated with this woman right um, so much so like I said love letter the fact that they had a letter that was just days before he he was assassinated right to this woman um, that she might have influenced some of his ideas ideas right for peace for um, space travel, <laughs> space tra- for um, which really got him killed by NASA <laughs> for for his stances on nuclear war and against the Vietnam War and very so on and very so much so right okay but anyways needless to say so we're talking about her personal diary right right oh, sorry. well would it shock you to believe that after her death that a FBI, I'm sorry, a CIA agent would be caught trying to break into her apartment hmm. to retrieve said diary. Hmm. Now, Why? this this CIA <laughs> agent would just be a CIA lackey agent. Can I interrupt you sure. for just a second? Sure. This, folks, <laughs> is what is what conspiracy theories are are about. 
These are facts. These aren't. This no. isn't speculation. This no. is facts. This, this is on record. Yes. We know this lady existed. This is what happened. She had a diary. Right. This dude tried to break in. Right. He was a CIA. This is this facts. Isn't, this isn't just a CIA agent. Right. But regardless of that, why? The the question from the DTOM show of everything that's fucking going on in our world today <laughs> is what do I always ask? Why? Why do things happen? Why? Why? Well, <laughs> why the vaccine? Why this? Why that? Why that? Why does this chick say for whatever she was that fucked JFK mm -hmm. or she didn't fuck him? Whatever. Mm, no, I'd say they did. I would say she did too. Mm, no, I would almost. Yeah, they did. He was a slinging D. He was. <laughs> hey, God love him. Anyway, slinging D, that's his new name. Slinging D, JFK, slinging D. Um, this but, chick, mm -hmm. what was her name again? Uh, Mary Pinchot Meyer. Okay, was she... Other than her friend being who she was, who was she wasn't like a she reporter was a, or whatever. She right? was a uh, Washington D.C. Georgetown socialite. So she wasn't anyone of consequence, other than she was popular. I would say that she is on the same level with one uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Okay, fine. I can. I, okay, fine. My mm -hmm. point being is, she was killed more than likely mm -hmm. by the same people. That killed JFK because she may have had inside inside sources. sources of as to why what happened and 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 like I can see the other chick being killed because she was investigating and she was yeah, talking I, Ruby I and the, she was doing whatever the same very type situation where this chick never believed the Warren Commission's right findings right now. Which would which would cause her to be a conspiracy theorist, right? And right. and as in today, I'm sorry, to keep on no, interrupting. No, no, no. You're fine. But in today's world, like literally today's world, mm -hmm. she would be a domestic terrorist, right? Okay, right. Now, I just want to point out that that CIA agent, right? As I was telling you, wasn't just some ho hum. Dude at the desk, agent. Right. This was the head of the CIA counterintelligence, James Angleton. So he was someone of consequence. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. And by the way, he did confiscate that diary and destroyed it. Of course he did. Shocking. Now, there are some reports that um, his, her, I'm sorry, her sister gave it to him. And, or that he just confiscated, but either way, uh, the, there are some stories of whether he destroyed it or whether the sister destroyed it. Either way, the diary's gone. Right. Conven it's in the wind. Conveniently enough, right? So, nevertheless, yet another death, another tie, whether you want to say it was Raymond Crump Jr., who just happened to be trying to rob a Washington, D.C. socialite that had an Which affair with the, with the president... Who just died two years earlier? Which not? Or, I'm sorry, just was assassinated two years. two years earlier. Which not for nothing could? I mean, this Crump gentleman could have not known shit from shit and who this lady was. As far as he knew, she there was a white chick walking down the street. I'm not saying he didn't do what they 
claimed he did. But I would almost be willing to bet. Okay. Um, in today's world, in the world we live in today, we see a lot of atrocities towards black folks. Mm-hmm. True or false? True. True. Mm-hmm. You know damn well 60 years ago was way worse. <laughs> and knowing, knowing the conspiracy that was upon us at that time, it was very easy to kill people off and blame it on black folks, especially if well, this gentleman had a record prior. I'm going to say this about that. The record states, damn good, right? Record states, as I said, Raymond Crump Jr. was not a good guy. Um, he did have a record. He did have a record of abuse. He went on to get arrested for other things. But he was found acquitted of this murder. I'm going to interrupt you for a second. You know what's dangerous about those cherries? They're soaking in moonshine. (laughs) Please continue. They're good, aren't they? They're fucking good as shit. (laughs) Mm. I've been trying to sell him on this stuff for a long time. (laughs) He was right. (laughs) He was right the whole time. (laughs) Not to get off the subject, but hi. I'm Don. My wife asked me the other day, I told you this. So when did you start liking whiskey? It's all Chris's fault. <laughs> Backstory. I killed JFK. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Just joking. No, seriously. We went on a trip mm-hmm. to Augustine. You know the story. Right. Uh, we did a distillery tour, right. and I fell in love with whiskey. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do with <laughs> Christopher J. McGillicuddy. But uh, he is not helping me today. Mm. All right. He is helping me. I am helping you. Thank you. How do you feel right now? I feel pretty fucking good. (laughs) There you go. I'm not even going to lie. To the point where I'm looking at you thinking, you had another can of soda, right? (laughs) Yep. Hmm. Interesting. And with that. Because we still have another subject to talk about. We're going to take a break. (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, Let me see. Let me see your cup here. We're both empty. That's ours. All right, so we're going to refill with some, what's it called? Captain. Captain Morgan's. Spiced cherry. Spiced cherry vanilla rum. And Coke Zero. Vanilla. Cherry vanilla. vanilla. Mm-hmm. Soda. And with, on the backside. Cherry moonshine. Cherry moonshine. Cherry, cherries <laughs> soaked in moonshine, courtesy of. Old Smoky Mountain. Old Smoky Mountain Distilleries in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Tennessee, where my boy's from here. Amen. And uh, we're going to get a refill. We'll be right back. You're listening to D-Tom on the D-Tom Studio and D-Tom Network. All right. Hopefully you guys... We, we're we back. <laughs> Thank you for joining us back here at the D-Tom Studios. We got a refill. The uh, final portion of the show is brought to you in part by Redcon1.com. <laughs> Not that we're thinking much about supplements right now, but check them out. Use the uh, the code at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. And if you don't feel like working out, 
Get you some fucking Captain Morgans. <laughs> what the fuck is this shit <laughs> we're drinking here? Vanilla spiced rum. I'm here to tell you right now, folks. I am not much of an alcohol. Like, I'll drink the fuck out of some beer. <laughs> I'm not much of a liquor mm-hmm. drinking, dr- mm-hmm. drinking, drinker. Drinker? <laughs> drinking? <laughs> drinking, drinker? We've had... Mm-hmm. Okay, now... Say what you will about this show, and you guys might... People that know us might think, okay, you guys are full of shit, blah, 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 whatever. And you're right, we're full of shit. No. <laughs> but not for nothing. Legitimately. We we are a brand ambassador for Maker's Mark. Mark. I'm not bullshitting you when I tell you that. Right. I'm not bullshitting you when I tell you that we are sponsored by Redcon 1. Right. Okay. Now, we are not sponsored by Landshark. We are not sponsored by Captain Morgan. We're just drinking that shit because it's good. It's good, right? (laughs) The fact that we have Maker's Mark 46 mixed with whatever to make an old fashioned. I'm not the uh, mixologist that my boy is over here. Forget that. If you know how to make an old fashioned, if you don't look it up, whatever. This shit we're drinking right now, Captain Morgan's cherry vanilla rum, spiced rum, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Coke Zero, uh, cherry, cherry vanilla, vanilla mm-hmm. um, with, with a little bit of Old Smoky Mountain moonshine cherry. I'm here to tell you right now, folks. Good shit. <laughs> tell them Detom sent you, mm. and not that they're a sponsor of any three of those are a sponsor of this show, but whatever, because it's good shit. Anyway, so gay sex, right? Right. So. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. You have your NASA conspiracy. Because it's true. Right. What if I told you that there was... I'm sorry. (laughs) What if I told you that there was a connection between Jack Ruby, Mm -hmm. Patty Hearst, Sirhan Sirhan, and the (laughs) Oklahoma City bombing? Hold on. Take another drink. <laughs> okay, so Pat, uh, Patrick Ruby. <laughs> That's his brother in law, right? Uh, Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby. Patty Hurst. Patty Hurst. Sirhan Sirhan. Sir, who, who killed his brother. Who happened right? to kill RFK, Robert okay. Kennedy Jr. Or Robert, Robert Kennedy. <laughs> Robert Kennedy. I don't think he was a junior because that was JFK. Wait, how was JFK Sorry. if Joseph was a. Hmm. That's another show for no. Yeah. Um, and then the Oklahoma City bombing. I, you asked me this when we prior prior to starting, prior to starting recording, but then I still never and I looked at you like I was already drunk, <laughs> and I hadn't started drinking yet. So I'm gonna go ahead and look at you like this. <laughs> okay. So that's my drunk look. <laughs> and he's like, I saw that two hours ago. Oh. All right. As I take another drink. You good? Oh, yeah. All right. So, according to Tom O'Neill, okay, this is a guy who did, oh, and I forgot to add another name into that. Go ahead. Charlie Manson. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You kept teasing me with that (laughs) shit. Yeah, where's where's Charlie Chuck? Where's Chuck Manson at on this whole situation? All right. Okay, so hold on. Mm Mm-hmm. Just for everybody to know. Right. We've got... So we've got Jack Ruby. We've got Jack Ruby, who killed Oswald. Right. We've, we've got, got Patty, Patty Hearst, Hearst, who... Was 
<laughs> was kidnapped. Right? Right. And Where the fuck is that music coming from? <laughs> and she's where we get the term Stockholm Syndrome from. Right. Right. We got Sirhan Sirhan, who killed JFK's brother. Right. Robert, Robert. Kennedy. And we've got uh, Timothy McVeigh in the Oklahoma City bombing. Okay. And, and we've got Charlie Manson. Charlie Manson. You ready for this? I don't know. <laughs> Do you need... <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, everyone knows that... That's it. Oh. <laughs> Everybody knows that Jacob Leon Rubenstein, better known as sure. Jack Ruby, is the one that shot Lee Harvey Oswald. After... Uh, <laughs> well, it wasn't funny, guys. What the fuck? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, Jack Ruby shot Lee Harvey Oswald. Right. In his, um, they were actually moving him. Right. They were taking him out of Dallas uh, PD. And and I just want to point out also in that, yeah, Your fingers, <laughs> fingers, red fingers, as fingers fuck. are a little bit red from the cherries. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> nevertheless. <laughs> Uh, they were actually moving him, and he was actually, it, it was said, why are you moving him in the morning? Right. Because it was actually suggested to the Dallas Police Department and the police chief, you should be moving him at night. Right. The reason why they were moving him during the day, do you want to guess why? For the media coverage. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Right. Right. Okay. So, it's been posited that Jack Ruby has ties to the mob. He was a nightclub owner or a strip strip club, right? Club right. owner. Mm-hmm. Um, that had ties to the mob, right? And it was also said that he wanted to um, kill Oswald because he... he um, why? Because he, he... Killed the president. Right. I mean, Jack Ruby, if I recall correctly, believed that. Um, the fuck is going on here? Why is that moving? <laughs> because you're drunk. <laughs> oh, dude, my shit's fucking. Look at it. What the fuck? <laughs> that was weird as shit. Anyway, so who? What were we talking about? So Jack Ruby believed he was doing the world a favor. Well, yeah, he he believed he was doing, um, and I believe he actually said something about that he was sparing. Um, I'm sorry, the government. Well, he was spa- he was sparing Jackie uh, from having to go through the trial, right? And, and live, you know what I mean? Like he he had this sense of. He was killing the assassin, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. Okay. So we know that Jack Ruby was arrested, taken into custody, and he had his own trial. Right. For the murder of Lee Harvey Oswald. Okay. So while held in custody, Jack Ruby was visited by a psychiatrist. Okay. Who was there to... Um, assess 
his mental fitness, uh, his mental acu- acuity to be able to stand trial. Okay. Now, this doctor was named Dr. Lewis Jolion West. Okay. Okay. Does that name sound familiar at all? Uh, Kanye West Daddy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> no. I don't know. Okay. So, hmm. in this time that they that Dr. West met with uh, Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby went into kind of like a mental psychosis, had a mental breakdown, uh, started talking about the fact that the Jewish people would be blamed for the assassination of JFK, started talking about the fact that he could hear the screams of the Jewish people being boiled alive, uh, talked about seeing his brother mutilated and burned outside the jail cell. J- uh, Ruby says this, this is all Ruby. Right. Right before his trial. Right after meeting with this Dr. West. Okay. Did they dose him? So. Uh, dosing, for those that don't know, would be a. What? MK, MK yeah, Ultra. M- MK Ultra. Situation. Right. Anyway, which. Just show for another day. Is it, though? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if my liver can handle any more. Fuck so, it. Yeah, I want to win an MK Ultra. So, needless to say, there was a Dr. Shit, William... Shit, I didn't hear record. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm sorry. There was a Dr. William Beavers that actually assessed... Beavers. Uh, uh, Mr. Ruby's mental assessment and was shocked at the change in his mental... Um, Acuity. Right. No, good word. <laughs> See, I'm not that drunk. <laughs> or um, am I that drunk that that word popped in my head? Well, the fact... <laughs> that's another conspiracy that's, that's theory another, for another day. That's another theory for another day. <laughs> um, but, but was shocked at the change in Jack Ruby. Because right. he was perfectly normal before, uh, was having a severe mental breakdown right. at the time. Um, Which... Was was actually claiming that his captors were drugging him. Which I was going to say could lead to the fact of was he being drugged. Right. Uh, Jack Ruby went to stand on trial. He had several um, polygraph tests in which he was all over the place. Um, needless to say... Uh, Dr. West continued to assert that Jack Ruby needed to be confined to a mental institution. Right. Right. Uh, Whatever, whatever. Due to the uh, recommendations of Dr. West, he was actually spared a uh, death sentence Mm -hmm. and actually died two years later in custody in jail waiting for his trial due to cancer. Uh, Hold on. He didn't... Cancer. Cancer. Well, well, and but but like you I'm said, the, the story goes that he died from cancer right. because he was already sick. That's why he shot Lee Harvey Oswald. Actually, had no inklings of there was anything wrong with his health when he shot Lee Harvey Oswald. Actually, died of cancer later while he was in jail. Had no idea. Okay. Right. So there is a difference. It's not like he was. Oh, I'm a dying man. I'm going to go out and do this act because I know I got nothing to live for. It was very much a, a sense of he felt a duty to do this. Or 
<laughs> Could it be aliens? Oh. Now. <laughs> I'm sorry, real quick. Sure. He was a federal informant. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So who's to say? He obviously had ties with the mob. There's no question right. in that, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. He was... I don't want to say guilty because he was never convicted, but he was suspected of moving drugs well, between Mexico and Dallas. Bel- believe it or not, uh, in one of his um, polygraph tests, the only thing that he showed was guilt towards selling guns to Cuba. Hmm. Interesting. So, believe it or not, that was one of the only things that he felt guilty about. Not about shooting Lee Harvey Oswald. Not about... And, and one would Anything question, to do with JFK or whatever. Right. It was the fact that he had sold guns to Cuba. So, if... At the time, 1963, Jack Ruby, as it was told at that time... Was a nightclub owner. Dallas nightclub owner. Of a uh, strip club, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Um, may or may not have been involved in prostitution, whatever. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, at the time, shot the president, or I'm sorry, shot the person who shot the president. Right. Right? And no one saw any trouble in Okay, well, he was a patriot, and he was pissed off. He shot, right. the, he shot the dude that shot the president. Right. Nowadays, we get on board with that. If you just look at the basis of the story. Now, if you dig into his background, right, and you could see he had ties to the mob, mm-hmm. ties to the CIA. Mm-hmm. He was an FBI informant. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just some dude that just ran a, that ran a strip club. Right. Right. He he was a... Not, not only was he connected... To the FBI and the CIA, he was connected, in all sense of the words, to what? The mob. Right. And that's where your mob well, ties fall into and, line. And this is where I've told you before. My personal belief, and I don't <clears throat> I don't know whether I should share this or not. But Here we go. <laughs> this is my personal belief. Here comes the space gravy. <laughs> I believe that the... This Aliens. is my personal belief. The aliens. Right. Here uh, we go. It's finally on board with the CIA slash uh, military industrial complex. Slash the next person we're going to talk about. Had something to do with JFK's death. The mob had ties and was involved in the cover-up of said assassination attempt. So I believe this was kind of like a multi-pronged type thing. I think the ultimate... Guilty party in this whole situation was alien. No, <laughs> was the CIA? Right. Safe to say. Safe to and say. then and they well they then were they very, branched out well, to the local mob, aka well Jack Ruby CIA slash military industrial complex. Because why? Why? Well, yeah. I, say I that, mean, they, I kind of look at the, them the as one and the same. Chiefs were very pissed off at the fact that Kennedy did not back their play right in Cuba. They were trying to assassinate or slash overthrow Castro. Castro, aka show to be named later, <laughs> Daddy. Well, 
But 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 nevertheless, they they had various plays in place right. to try to overthrow slash kill Castro. Right. He did not back their play. He found it absolutely disgusting what they were doing, right. and was shutting it down. Now, one of the things that we did not discuss, and and I know we're going way off board here, <laughs> but Kennedy actually hour number had, three brought to you in part <laughs> by well Nyquil. <laughs> <laughs> but Kennedy actually had kind of, and I, I use this term loosely, but he actually had backdoor deals. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. With, with <laughs> Castro. Oh, shit. And, I thought you were going to say with Maryland. No, with Castro. Okay. And with Khrushchev. Right. Because, like we had talked about earlier, that we didn't record because that we, didn't record. we were right. on the phone. But he was actually talking to Castro. He told Castro, we're going to stop. I'm going to, I, President of the United States, John F. Kennedy, I am going to stop. The the whore fucker. (laughs) The attempts to overthrow the Cuban government. I'm going to stop the attempts to kill you. Right. With Khrushchev, we're going to, you know, Khrushchev's thing was, we will remove the missiles from Cuba. Right. No, Turkey. No, no, no. From Cuba. Khrushchev, Khrushchev said that. Right, I'm right, right, going right. to remove the... But the other di- part of the deal that's never talked about is the fact that Khrushchev's like, you want us to remove the missiles from Cuba? How about you remove your missiles from, from Turkey? And that's a a subject or whatever, misnomer, that no one talks about. Right. Because it makes sense. Like We were discussing this earlier about that. Right. We were saying how Khrushchev or Kennedy had told him, look, we even need to get past this. You need to get the missiles out of Cuba. Right. He was like, cool. You need to get the shit out of Turkey because proximity-wise, it's about the same. Because you're talking Cuba, Florida, 90 miles, whatever. And I think it's about the same, give or take. Right. And Kennedy felt that that was a a fair deal. That's a fair deal. Right. And so he was like, Cool. We'll do that. So, Kennedy, much in the time of the, uh, excuse me, of the day, was very much a peace-loving individual. He was very much a president that that was looking towards peace rather than war. Right. But the CIA slash military industry said... Fuck that shit. We need to go to war with somebody. Well, yes. Not necessarily yes. with Cuba and or Russia. Well, right, but, but you also had the Vietnam conflict. Right. That was, well, that hadn't started yet. It hadn't started yet. Right. China was doing their thing with the Viet Cong and whatever. Right. Which, God damn it. I tell you what, it, not for nothing, but we could make this a 10-hour show. <laughs> Because <laughs> this could go into a whole nother motherfucking level, right? Of China, right? Because we haven't even fucking talked about China, right? But as we like to say here on D Tom, that's a show for another day. All right, you guys have a great day. No, <laughs> no, but I'm sorry, not no, to no. interrupt you, no, no, but no, 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 no. But all these things have so much. This is 1960 fucking three, or. Three? Two? Yeah. No, no. I mean, it was prior to him dying, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was November, prior yeah. to him dying. So, two, three, whatever. These, all these situations. Well, the, the, the Castro thing was an ongoing thing. They had several 
attempts to kill him, either to kill him or overthrow the Cuban government. Right. So you had the you know you had the Bay of Pigs. You had the various assassination which, which, attempts, which not to backtrack to our number one. Right. Dulles failed at. Right. And in turn got fired. Right. Continue. But, but but I mean you had various assassination attempts on Castro. Right. Whether it be poison, which ties into yet again what I the doctor that I'm talking about. Nevertheless. So. That's why I want to. I I kind of want to rein it back in. <laughs> Here we go. Here comes the gravy. <laughs> but Doctor Julian, I'm sorry, Doctor Lewis Julian Jolly West. What? Okay. So this was the psychiatrist that went in, met with Ruby right. prior to. Dude comes out crazy as a loon. Right. Right. And he's claiming that his captors are poisoning him. Right. Okay. This is also the same doctor slash psychiatrist that also met with Sirhan Sirhan. Now, what is he famous for? Oh, that it would be shooting JFK's brother, mm. Robert Kennedy. Interesting. <laughs> now, also, God bless America. I also, swear to God, dude. Also, are you spending the night? <laughs> also, had, no, no, honey, we're getting ready for work. We're gonna also out. had ties with Dr. Sidney Gottlieb, right. who was the head of the MK Ultra program, oh. who claimed that he could make people go insane, have memory loss, under hypnosis, so due to psychedelics. Hold on a second. What was that name again? Dr. Sidney Gottlieb. Okay. I might be crazy. Mm-hmm. Was he part of the... He was the head of the MK Ultra program. I was going to say, he was part of MK Ultra, right? He so, was but the head I'm of sorry, it. he wasn't part of it. He was the dude. He was like, I got you. So, mm-hmm. holy shit. Right. Holy shit. <laughs> um, I'm so good on drink. Are you good? I'm good on We're going drink. into hour number three. <laughs> Back up a second. Yes. Ruby said what? Ruby had said that he was being poisoned by his captors. And this brings in Dr. McGillicuddy. Dr. West was the was the was the doctor that met with Ruby prior to him having his mental And Dr. Break. West was the beginning of the Well, he was involved with Sidney Gottlieb at who did the MK Ultra which program. in turn fucked a lot of fucking people. Right. This portion of the show is brought to you by Redcon1, redcon1.com, because Redcon1 doesn't believe in fucking with your head. They want to get you healthy. Uh, Check them out, Redcon1, at the bottom of the podcast app, and what you're listening to this on. Um, Sugar water, 30% off this weekend. Use the link that's at the bottom. Right now, they have a Valentine's Day uh, situation. Free hoodie and free shirt, my friend. It's not the same hoodie with it we got. It's a different. It's a pullover. Is it? Yeah, I'm buying some shit this today. Oh, shit. Um, free hoodie and shirt set. Free mystery bag and 30% off site wide. Check them out. Use the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Do this today, folks. Um, do this now. Okay? If you buy... Um, let me see. I think it's a hundred dollars worth of shit. You will get 
a Redcon t-shirt and a pullover hoodie plus, plus, let me tell you, plus free mystery bundle bag, free fat burner. So check them out. Shop supplements, apparel, and more. If you spend, I think it's $100, or I'm sorry, let me read back here. Read eighty, uh, Spend $85, get free double tap, free, uh, let me tell you what. It's Valentine's Day. They're giving a shit ton of stuff away. Check them out. Use the link at the bottom of the podcast app and uh, use T20 Cordimus. Let them know that we sent you um, the T20 Cordimus uh, promo code. will get you 20% off, but you'll actually get the 30% off that they're offering. Check them out at redcon1.com and uh, tell them D-Tom sent you, right? All right, back to uh, what Mr. Christopher J. McGillicuddy was talking about. Gay sex. No, but seriously. Right. This gentleman, mm-hmm. Dr. Gottlieb, right? Dr. Sidney Gottlieb. Was is part of the Ruby... Julian West. Lewis well, Julian West. But right. he was a student or whatever of Gottlieb, Right. Right. He was he was involved. There were okay, <laughs> so it, it gets really deep with this because uh, Doctor West claimed until his death that he had nothing to do with MK MK Ultra researcher uh, novelist Tom O'Neill had uncovered and actually gained correspondence. He gained his notes from UCLA. Okay, right. Doctor West uh, was a professor at UCLA. Actually, after his death, gained his notes from UCLA and found that correspondence between West and Gottlieb about how they were going to go about MK Ultra, how they were going to uh, quote unquote dose, um, how they were going to um, how they were going to go about their experiments, right? Things of that sort. So they they were talking about intricate details of MK Ultra. In their correspondence. So the fact that, that West maintained his innocence, that he had nothing to do with MK, uh, MK Ultra, I mean, it's pretty much. Well, we know I mean, he that. Was there. He was doing that. Okay. This was also the same doctor. And, and this, this is why I want to get to this real quick. Right. This is why this doctor also had access to Charles Manson while he was incarcerated. Okay. Uh, there is, it has been um, suggested that maybe, just maybe, Dr. West taught Charles Manson how to manipulate, how under the use of psychedelics and under the use of drugs, so how to manipulate, how to... Um, uh, I don't want to say hypnotize, but almost... Convince. Convince mind control. So was this prior to him being incarcerated for the things that his people no, 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 did, no, no. or was this prior to? No, 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 no. This was prior to. Okay. Charles Manson spent half his life incarcerated prior to the the cult, the family, right. or whatever. So this was something he learned prior to. Prior to. Convince these people to do the things they did. Right, right, gotcha. right, right. So Charles Manson was in and out of this clinic, essentially okay. what... He, I say clinic, clinic slash parole <laughs> type 
where he was checking in or whatever. It, it was a situation where they had made um, kind of a situation where they had an office where you had you had these people coming in and it was kind of essentially they were coming for help. They were coming for, uh, to check in. They were coming to, um, get treated. Right. Because we're talking about the, the, um, summer of love. Right. We're talking about a lot of promiscuous sex. We're talking about a lot of, wait, what? (laughs) Right. Easy bill. (laughs) <laughs> hey, how's it going? Uh, what are we talking about sex? I'm telling you, there's a very far conspiracy that goes down. You really need to read um, uh, Tom O'Neill's book, Chaos, uh, which deals with the subject of of Charles Manson and how Charles Manson might have been an agent. Not an agent as, as a paid employee, but an agent of... Uh, manipulation. Right. So Charles might have been manipulated into doing, being the things that he was. Right. See, and see, that's why I'm saying this is really where goes deep, deep. When I told you I went down a deep rabbit hole, this is where the D Tom show brings the fucking shit. Because (laughs) praise God, if anybody is that listens to this, how can I? How can I preface this by saying, please, I can't tell you this because unless you download this, you can't listen to it. But um, I praise God to say that anybody who gets past the fact of this being a conspiracy theory show to this point, we spent the first hour of this show talking about what a conspiracy theory is. And what the, the popular of the opinion of this JFK. conspiracy right. is. Mm-hmm. Like, we talked about what a conspiracy theory is, right? Mm-hmm. What the popular opinion is. Right. Or, I'm sorry, what the facts of the case was. Then, what the popular opinion of the conspiracy theory is. Into the last damn near two hours of what we think is the shit that we've gone from the 10 craziest. I'm sorry. The ten craziest conspiracy theories. You thought it was that we haven't even talked about what we've thought about. So we we talked about eleven. Mine was eleven. Right. NASA. Right. Right. Yours was twelve. Right. With reporter. uh, With the reporter. Mm -hmm. Are Are you done? Thirteenth was um, JFK's mistress. JFK's mistress. 14 into 14 and and and, and these all the thing is is we can sit here and say okay nasa blah 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 but okay that's just me being crazy right and that's not the drink because we've had this conversation right yeah he had this sober (laughs) i've had this conversation sober like i sprung this on chris a while back right we we had this conversation shit i don't know a year ago, give or take. Right. We, we talked about it one day on the phone. We were chit-chatting about whatever. And obviously, us having a conversation about JFK's assassination and the conspiracy theories behind it, that's not breaking news, right? That's We, we here at DTOM, we, we are late to the party, so to speak. We are giving you our synopsis of what we think right. happened. 
the one thing that I will say, everything that we've talked about, everything that Chris has talked about, that I have talked about, we have looked up, mm-hmm. except for one thing. Well, before you move into that. No, no, no I'm talking about NASA. Oh. The one thing, because the other <laughs> thing is on here. The other thing's on here. My NASA thing, that's a that's a DTOM exclusive. Well. Ain't no one talking about that shit. Well, I don't want to. Which leads me to believe that it's fucking true. <laughs> I don't want to get off Jolly West just yet. No. Okay. Who's Jolly West? Hold on, because I, I, I teased you with oh, the connections. Sh- All right. Okay. So, uh, Jolly West's interest in mind control began as a chief psychiatrist service at Lackland Air Force Base in San Antonio, Texas, where he examined... POWs from the Korean War to determine the effects of torture and brainwashing. (sighs) Right? Right. Because they felt like the POWs coming back from the Korean War had been brainwashed. China! Well, close. (laughs) But, so he actually... That's still China. That's still China. You said Korean. (laughs) His experience in the field allowed him to serve as an expert witness in the case of Patty Hearst. Okay. A famous, oh, yeah, shit. A I'm famous so- socialite. I'm sorry to interrupt kidnapped. you. No, 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 We no. still got Patty Hearst and fucking <laughs> someone else to talk about. Shit. Let me, let me get a cigarette here. Hold on. Fucking A. Shit. In the case of Patty Hearst, the famous, the famous socialite kidnapped victim. We still got fucking Oklahoma to talk about. Convicted <laughs> bank robber. Okay, so this guy was an expert witness in the case of Patty Hearst. Now, okay, refresh my memory. Okay. Patty Hearst, gay sex, right? (laughs) Right. No, okay, so she was, quote-unquote, kidnapped, right? Right. Um, Heiress to something? (laughs) Playboy Mansion. No. Refresh my memory. I know you know. You're a nerd. <laughs> You're not telling me anything. <laughs> what are you saying? Hello? Is this oh thing on? God. Hello? I know you know. Nerd! <laughs> Come on, where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> this is called Chris looking up shit. <laughs> I'm fucking drilling him on stuff. But that's what we do here at the D-Time Show. Um, okay. no, but seriously, go ahead. All right. So, <laughs> okay. All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Ready? I'm just trying to fill in space here. All right. Patty Hearst was the granddaughter of American publishing magnate, William Randolph Hearst. And he was a media McGillicuddy, right? Right. Okay. So she was kidnapped by the Simonese Libertarian Army. No, no, she was. Uh, she was found mm. and arrested 19 months after being abducted by what she was. She was a fugitive wanted for serious crimes committed with members of the group. She was held in custody, and there was speculation before the trial that her family resources would enable her to avoid prison time. Right. After her trial, the prosecution suggested that Hearst had joined the Sibonese Libyan Liberation. Words hard. Army. (laughs) By her own volition. Right. However, she testified that she had been raped, threatened with death while held captive. 
1976, she was convicted of for the crime of bake robbery and sentenced to 35 years in prison, later reduced to seven years. Her sen- sentence... Sentence? Her sentence was commuted by President Jimmy... De- <laughs> Jimmy what are you going to say Jimmy the Greek? <laughs> Jimmy... <laughs> President Jimmy Jimmy <laughs> Carter, and she was later pardoned by President Bill Clinton. What? What was that? What did I do now? So, hey, ne- needless to say, hey, I tell you one thing: that bitch gave us some good head. Needless to say. <laughs> All right, so he was. A, <laughs> See this? <laughs> Jesus, this is why we shouldn't drink any shows. Good God. It's gotten away from us. Okay. We still got subjects to cover because you still we got do. to fucking Oklahoma <laughs> We do. All right. Anyway. Uh, hold on a second. Hold so, on a second. So. Hold on. All right. I'm sorry, folks. No. You're... Are you okay? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyways, Dr. West was a expert witness in the Patty Hearst case. Right. Okay. So. Did you know? <laughs> Dr. West also examined Sirhan Sirhan. <laughs> Shit. Here we go. <laughs> who who uh, was tried and convicted for, for the murder of Robert. Robert Kennedy. Okay, so this dude, Robert West. Not <laughs> Louis West. Louis yeah. West. I'm sorry. Dr. West. Dr. West. There you go. Dr. West. Right. Who is in conjunction with Gottlieb. Gottlieb. Who is in conjunction with MKUltra. Yes. Okay. That's all I got to say. Right. I'm just trying to connect the knots because I'm fucking (laughs) hammered right now. So pardon me, guys. Right. This will be split in two. It's going to have to be because it's three hours. (laughs) Right. Um. So those that are listening part two just know we've been drinking for three, <laughs> for like three plus hours. <laughs> and for that I have to say Sugar water. Sugar water in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Continue, sir. <laughs> I just wanted to make the connection well that Dr. West has something to do with Dr. Gottlieb, who in turn has something to do with MK Ultra. Right. And this person is involved in all these different interviews. Right. So, for for those that may not know, MK Ultra was the program that was started by the CIA mm-hmm. that was originally, I believe, labeled as Project Bluebird. Right. Uh, changed to Project Artichoke. Right. And then classified as MK Ultra. And it was essentially, I guess. Not to get into detail, because this right. could be a show for another day. Right. Is essentially where they used psychotics. Or, right? Psychedelics. Psychedelics. Mm-hmm. On unsuspecting individuals. Well, they were trying to do... What... They were trying to... And, and for anybody that's that's seen or read the book, The Manchurian Candidate... I got a better one for you. Mm-hmm. If anyone listening to this has seen the movie Pineapple Express. <laughs> that's more, I'm just, right. not for nothing, but that's more, more mainstream, right? right? 
right. um, Manchur- Manchurian Candidate. I don't watch a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. I obviously don't read a lot of books, right. as I'm pointing to this one here. <laughs> right. Um, but I have seen that movie, Pineapple Express. Same basic idea. The government wanted to be able to Test. manipulate and control the thoughts and the, actions. The drugs existed. The whether drugs they existed. were whether they were marijuana, LSD. Uh, LSD. Mm-hmm. This isn't shit. This isn't breaking news. D Tom is not breaking news to you guys. <laughs> right? Right. This is shit that everyone knows. Right. What we're trying to do here is make the connection between the fact that aliens killed JFK. I'm sorry. I feel like <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you should see your face on that. You're like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> I'm not that far gone yet. <laughs> Me neither. That's why I was able to throw it in. No, but words. Right. No. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. Anyway, um, the fact of the matter is. Right. The government; these drugs existed prior to the the government experiment with him. What was that fair to say? Would you think they? Yes, and they, then they, they enhanced prior to. They used those drugs to do what they did. Right. So essentially, what they wanted is the government wanted they wanted to be able to manipulate people to kill <laughs> well i mean that's that's essentially what they wanted they wanted assassins that would kill on command right without prior another example of this knowledge. would be and i'm being stupid forgive me it's the alcohol bringing up memories Naked gun. It, very much the naked gun. If anybody's ever seen the naked gun, and I I'm get glad it, that before I even said it, you I could see it in your eyes. Right. You could see my nakedness. <laughs> gun. The movie. What? Naked gun, the movie. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. I'll pull these back. <laughs> Anybody that's ever seen the naked gun will but, remember that's what good... the Reggie Jackson. Where right, they the watch, had the watch, right? Kill the That's queen. a good synopsis, right? Right. And and where I was going with the Pineapple Express situation was, forget about the whole movie, Pineapple Express. Forget about the whole movie, Seth Rogen, whoever the fuck else was in the movie, James Franco. There you go. Mm-hmm. The beginning of the movie is what I'm referring to, right? If mm-hmm. you've ever seen the movie, mm-hmm. watch the first what ten minutes, whatever it is of the movie. That's what I'm referring to when we talk about. MK Ultra and whatever. Right. What the government did where you had marijuana, you had LSD, you had whatever. Fuck. I mean, I know you clown me about the Beatles. Nothing. Mm. Nothing. No. Cool. No, I'm going to let go. There was a song mm-hmm. done by the Beatles, mm-hmm. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Mm-hmm. That song is Tripping. 100% about LSD. Tripping off their ass. I love the fucking song. <laughs> As you will look behind you, you will see a cornucopia of Beatles albums. Mm-hmm. Legitimate from the 60s. Anyway. Um, so, we've covered Dr. Gottlieb. Uh, Dr. West. West. Mm-hmm. We've talked about Sirhan Sirhan. We've talked about 
Uh, Marilyn Manson, we've talked about. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> no, we, Marilyn Manson. You said Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Charles Manson. Charles Manson. <laughs> we were both fucked up on that one because I said Charlie. I said Marilyn Manson. You said Marilyn Monroe. Charlie. Charlie J. McGillicuddy right, Manson. So, real quick. One other person that you have not talked about, no, or one no. other situation you haven't talked about. Oklahoma City bombing. That's the one that throws me the fuck off. Like everything else you've said, kind of correlate correlates in the same time frame, right? Roughly speaking, right? You know, you talk about um, JFK, you talk about Patty Hearst, you talk about Charles Manson. Those are all roughly RFK. within the same right. same timeline. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, Oklahoma City was thirty years later. Right. Speak on that, my friend. <laughs> I'm going to finish this. <laughs> so West headed the American Psychological Psychological Association. I'm trying to get cherries out of the bottom of this. You got to talk. West headed the American Psychological Association trauma response team that rushed to Oklahoma City in the wake of the 1995 bombing. Hold on a second. In the Mariah. Oh, hold on, hold on. Federal building. So this dude was still fucking alive in 93 or whenever this was? Oh, yeah. 1995. That was close. I was guessing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Timothy McVeigh, convicted of the bombing, was examined by John Douglas of the FBI's Psychological Profile Unit, who determined that McVeigh was an easily controlled and manipulated personality. Okay. So, the fact that Wes headed the APA trauma response team that went to examine Timothy McVeigh in the wake of the 95 federal billing. All right. Bombing. One thing. Mm Mm-hmm. How fucking drunk do you think I get off of just eating those cherries? <laughs> Pretty damn drunk. All right, second thing. 100 proof cherries. How the fuck old was Dr. West? Hey. Those cherries are fucking good. Mm-hmm. I I know we sound like fucking idiots right now, but I'm sorry, them fucking cherries are good. He had to be 60 something, 90. Or, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a prickly pun. 90. <laughs> 90. He had to be in his 70s, 80s year old, right? Hold on. I mean, he's got to be dead. Hold on. No, he's dead. Uh, born in October 6th of 1924, died in so January was, 2nd of 1999. So he's 71 when he went and talked to Timothy McVeigh. Interesting back note. Do you know I know to... God damn it. Node? <laughs> I know the lady. Back in the day, I knew a lady whose daughter, God bless her soul, passed away from the Oklahoma City bomb. Really? Yeah. I worked, used to work for Walmart. Mm-hmm. Worked in Apopka, Florida. And uh, this was during, this was shortly after the Oklahoma City bombing. And she was going to... Bottoming? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm drunk. No. <clears throat> and she was going to Oklahoma. Anyway, backstory. Six degrees of separation. I just thought... It's crazy. Right. But 
that but the fact that the, the craziest guy, part about it, not that I knew a person that whose daughter was involved in the situation, not involved that that she died from the situation, I should say, but that this guy, Doctor West, was involved in some of the most. I will say five of the most influential cases in American history. Interesting. Interestingly enough, that that Crazy, brings right? us to the end. Oh, shit. I got one more thing to talk about. Are you ready for the fucking gravy, guys? Okay. Here we go. Are you done? Are you done talking about Dr. West and all his fuckery? Son of, son of a bitch. You got anything else? Yeah, actually. <laughs> I'm going to need a refill now. Actually. It's I'm... beer time. You want a red? You want a fucking... Uh, <laughs> are we land sharking it? <laughs> this portion of the show is brought to you by Landshark. Well, Go ahead. I... I know we're running long. No, fuck it. I'll break it up. I'll break this out of this shit. At this rate, this could be three shows. Um, sugar water. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. So there was actually two more deaths that I wanted to talk about oh, real quick. Shit! I'm gonna go ahead and get when, back here, relax here. When I told you it went deep, my friend. Oh my god! It went deep. <laughs> oh, yeah. So <laughs> there was another reporter, William Bradley. Hunter, mm-hmm. otherwise known as Bill Hunter. Hunter Biden? No, no. His last name was Hunter. Oh, okay. okay. I thought we were talking about smoking crack. And he was a reporter that wrote on the Lee Harvey Oswald, um, John F. Kennedy assassination, Jack Ruby. Okay. He, he was writing on the whole situation. And... <sighs> So, essentially, what happened was, is Bill Hunter was one of only five people okay. that was able to enter Jack Ruby's apartment. After the fact? After the fact. Okay. Okay. And he was writing... Um, he was writing papers. He was he was taking notes. He was doing things. He was a crime reporter. Okay, that wrote that Lee Harvey Oswald assuredly killed John F. Kennedy, and that Jack Ruby assuredly killed Oswald. So it's not even like this dude's like questioning the theory. Right. This dude's just writing on the fact. On, on the facts that he knew at the time. Right. Right. Okay. So. Um, Hunter Biden Bill Hunter Oh, sorry Was covering the aftermath of the assassination And most notably the slaying on November 24th Of Oswald by nightclub owner Jack Ruby A few hours after the shooting Ruby's attorney gave the reporters access to his apartment Where we all know they had a I'm sorry Look around if they found anything of interest, they never wrote about it. Hunter wrote an award-winning special section of the IPT Three <laughs> Days in Dallas. You were going to say IPA, weren't you? I was. And returned to Dallas to cover Ruby's trial. 
Throughout his coverage, he never wrote anything of conspiracy other than his assertion of the assuredness of all of that Oswald killed Kennedy and Ruby killed Oswald. Okay. Okay. Hunter went back to covering Long Beach crime, where he was from. Right. Spending his time in the press room at the police headquarters downtown playing cards with the cop shop and drinking in bars with his friends on the force. Okay. Among these friends was police officer Craigton Wiggins. I have a feeling this is when it's going to get juicy. Who dropped by the press room at headquarters late sometime after midnight on April 23rd, 1964. Hunter was hanging out reading a book, when he was shot dead by Wiggins, who told investigators that he had dropped his gun, causing it to discharge. The bullet hit Hunter in the heart, killing him instantly. That's one hell of a drop. Well, upon investigation, it was found that the angle at which the bullet entered Hunter was not consistent with the dropping of a revolver. <laughs> so we're talking about 1964. So we're talking about police like, issued was probably standard 38 or 30, right. 357 or right. something. Yeah. Standard revolvers. Right. They found that the angle was not consistent with him. It either hitting the floor or him because he also said that he was picking it up and shot him. Right. It accidentally went off when he was picking the revolver. Either way, it was coming from a low trajectory. They f- trajectory. trajectory. There you go. They found that that the angle was not um, consistent with the story. Right. So now his story changes that oh he was playing around with the gun and uh, he shot Hunter, which okay. is more plausible than the bullshit you were saying before, Hunter. Okay. We've. Wait, so you sure it's not the same? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no. So, needless to say, yet another reporter who was reporting on the case of JFK. I'm going to interrupt you for one fucking second. Okay. This is what we fucking do here at DTOM. <laughs> we talked about... <laughs> I'm going re- to reiterate this. We talked about this in the first hour. We gave you the facts of the case, mm-hmm. as we know them. Mm-hmm. Oswald killed Kennedy, period. Right. The last two hours, we've talked about this type of shit. That most people mm-hmm. are not talking. It's, not that not that you've come up with this. Not like no, no, you've no. done the investigation. No, no, no. But these are stories that we found that people, that reporters, um, different reporters have done these stories mm-hmm. and have subsequently been killed mm-hmm. because of or maybe not because of such, but but have co- died coincidentally around. because of such, right? These are interesting deaths around the Kennedy And that's what involves a conspiracy theory. That allows it to grow. To grow. Because these are stories. Now, right. what you're talking about, everything you've talked about the last hour or so, you won't shut the fuck up and give me a little words. In, no. no, but seriously. But what you've talked about, these stories that you've talked about, most people don't have a fucking clue what you're talking about. Right. I mean, that's safe to say, because I think I know a lot about a lot, and I'm looking at you like I'm fucking cross-eyed. <laughs> and that has nothing to do with all the alcohol I've drunk. Mm-hmm. I could be completely sober and still be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I would have been like, 
Stop. I told you. Stop. I told you I was going deep. You went deep. <laughs> you went deep in that shit like fucking a porn. I don't know name porn stars, but porn star went deep in another porn star. Right. I don't want to interrupt you, but um, you're talking way too fucking much now. No, but seriously. Said no one ever. <laughs> but seriously, these are. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say facts because these are our opinions or facts. These are these aren't these aren't something that we or you have come up with. These aren't no, no, thinking no. like this isn't you, Chris Christopher J. McGillicuddy, sitting there thinking, Well, I wonder if Mary so and so and Doctor So and so and this no, no, cop so and so these are these are stories, these are facts that no one's talking about. Right. No one. I've looked at different podcasts. I've looked at different stories. Right. Now, granted, you might, the stories you're talking about, someone wrote about. They're very obscure. Obscure. Right. And that's what we're trying to do with this series. Now, granted, we've gone extremely long. Mm-hmm. We're not done yet. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got one more after, after he's done, because he's fucking not done. He's not done. <laughs> So I've got all next week's shows done. I don't have to do anything. God forbid that Russia attacks because I don't have shit to talk about next week. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So believe it or not. See, I'm sorry. Interrupt you again. See, this is what I like about Chris being around. He don't like doing a show as much because of all the shit going on. But I think he likes these types of shows because he can get into this bullshit. I do. And he's deep in the rat ball. I don't even see him. Where you at, buddy? <laughs> I do. Hey. So believe it or not, I told you there were five men. Oh, shit. There were five men were that entered four. the apartment. Okay. The other one was uh, an associate of Bill Hunter. Hey, what did I do? I swear to God. I was just looking for some whores. <laughs> that's a good Clinton voice. That's the that's that whiskey. That's a whiskey. That was good. That's a whiskey. Clinton. That was good. Hey, how's it going? He I'm had an associate named Jim Bean Coty. Oh, Coty. Okay, Jim Coty, who was also a reporter. Okay, he kind of shared a little bit of the notes with Coty. Okay. They were covering the aftermath of the assassination. Well, believe it or not, Cote... He died, right? Let me guess. (laughs) Also died. Of course (laughs) Believe it or not. Of course he did. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Jim Cote did not show up for work at the Dallas Times Herald. Later, police would find him in his apartment, lying dead on his bedroom floor. Let me guess. Overdose. No, no, no. I mean, shockingly enough, no. Shot in the head. Mm-hmm. Wrapped in a blanket. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Hold on. Hold the fuck on one second. Now, I'm going to preference what I'm about to say by saying this. I've never killed myself. Right. Obviously. Right. How do the fuck do you wrap yourself well, up in a blanket? Wait, my friend. All right. So the Dallas County Coroner. I don't trust them. <laughs> ruled that Cozy died in a previous died the previous Sunday, his neck broken by a blow to the throat. Uh, essentially, they were saying there were signs of a struggle. They said that items were essentially like a, a robbery gone wrong. Right. 
There were items missing from his apartment, including two rifles, a pistol, his wristwatch. His car was also missing, but they found parked several blocks away. No fingerprints found. Hold now, on a second. There, there was a man that was uh, charged. Are we talking about Seth Rich? No, 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 no. Okay, I'm no, sorry. No, no. So several months later, an ex-convict named Larry Earl Reno was linked to the Kothi killing after being arrested on an unrelated incident. Mm-hmm. One of the Kothi's guns had been reportedly found in the man's possession. He had no alibi for the time uh, and period which Kothi had been killed. Reportedly, however, that Kothi's relatives were urging the state officials to drop the case. Now, they were worried that there were um, homosexual undertones to the case. Oh, my. (laughs) Which... uh, How the fuck does that happen? uh, Well, they're they're saying that there, there could be a homosexual element to his death. So, the family wanted it dropped... They didn't want it to come out in public. Um, they didn't want it brought out. Evidence against Reno was never more than circumstantial. The grand jury chose not to return an indictment. And, but. Oh, my. <laughs> he was arrested again in 1965, convicted of a robbery and attempted murder of an Oak Hill uh, hotel clerk. Kothi's death is still listed as unsolved. Okay, question. Everything that you talked about makes absolutely no, no. For the most part, with the exception of Sirhan Sirhan and Patty Hearst. Right. Everything happened in the Dallas area. Right. There is where conspiracies are formed. Right. Is, is safe to say? Sure. I mean, not to say that Dallas is well, some small town that nothing ever happens in. Well, but not, these not, are all within the timeline not of to the mention, president of the United States being assassinated, right? Not to mention the death of Tom Howard, who happened to be the on the defense team of Jack Ruby. Right. Now, he died of a heart attack. But unrelated. Right. Seems to be. Supposedly. But an autopsy was never performed. Well, com- coincidentally. <laughs> but here's my, here's my point. <laughs> Most of these names right. take... Take um, Manson and Hearst out of this situation. Okay. And I'm only taking them out just because of proximity to the initial crime. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. And time, and time period. But I'm not taking them out in the sense that the doctor involved is not the same person. Right. Okay. But, but let's time take, period. Right. We'll take them proximity out of the situation. Proximity and time. Mm-hmm. Everything else that you're talking about is involved in the same situation. Mm-hmm. And it stems from JFK being assassinated. Mm-hmm. Whether these people had carnal knowledge, proof, or they just happened to be, or in Jack Ruby's case, happened to end the situation or mm-hmm. what they what they had hoped was going to be the end of the situation. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why we, you and I, Mm -hmm. in 2022, are having this conversation. Mm -hmm. Damn near. Damn near. 60 fucking years later. And not just me and you. Well, but. Several 
Fuck all them. People. We're talking about D. No, 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 no. But I'm talking about no, I know. several people. I know. This isn't like we're this breaking news. This is why news. there's a feeling of untrust. And it brings us into today. Mm-hmm. And maybe not today, per se, but today in the sense of COVID, Dr. Fauci, all the bullshit that we're having to deal with. You wonder why. Like, and when I say you, I'm not obviously talking about you. Right. I'm talking about the government. Right. They wonder why we, oh shit, we as people, or better yet, what's going on in Canada right now? Right. Canada. So, Canada, Germany, Netherlands, about to be America. You guys say what you want. I talked about it on the last show. Shit's about to happen here with the truckers right we you and i have talked about it i mm-hmm. talked about it on the last show um be ready you wonder why people are we talked about the reporter matt lee mm-hmm. questioning the uh state department rep you wonder why these things are happening it stems from 1963 or it stems probably before then but let's take anything that happened yeah, but- prior to jfk Let's look at the more the sense of media sense of it. Because, like I said before, TV was relatively new in in that time. Fast forward to today, you have not only do you have TV, you have social media, right? You have a hundred different ways till Sunday to find out information, right? Right. And you also have a hundred different ways to find out who the fuck or different lies, different stories. Right. I can see your smirk on your face. What do you got? You got something. Go ahead. Um, But my point is, is these conspiracy theories, fuck that definition, fuck that word, fuck anything that anyone tells you, fuck what Pelosi and anyone in Capitol Hill tells you that that's a bad word, right? They made it a bad word. They made it a bad word. Everything you talked about the last hour or so about these different situations, mm-hmm. all so we've heard the term. I, I'm I know I'm speaking to the choir when I talk to you, and I'm looking at you when we're saying this, but I'm talking to them. You've heard the term six degrees of separation, right? Mm-hmm. This is two degrees of separation. Every person you've talked about has one degree involved in them to bring them to another situation, right? Right. They all had one connection. And then you wonder how fucking conspiracy theories are formed. Right. And this is how. Right. What else you got? No. Nothing? Nothing. Oh, uh, well. I got... <laughs> and <laughs> on to number four. I've got one other Nothing. thing. I'm going to let you go. I've got one other thing. Right. Okay, so everything we talked about is a lie. No. Okay, so this... Hopefully, will be a show, or I'm sorry, a series that continues down the primrose path. I hope everyone enjoyed it. I hope everyone did. Um, everything we talked about in this first three hours plus of shows is a is a lead in to a segue of multiple shows to come. Maybe we, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> We feel, and I'm not saying this as me because we've had this conversation, we feel that everything that we talked about in the JFK situation leads to 
other conspiracy theories. Is that safe to say? Yeah. Like, I talked about NASA killing Kennedy. Now, am I joking? I don't know. It sounds far-fetched. True. I'll admit that. I'm the one that said it, and I'll admit that sounds far-fetched. But that's a show for another day. I've got one other for you. You know, I want to say this real quick. I think that the fact that you're bringing up that NASA had something to do with the assassination of President Kennedy is no more far-fetched than the fact that a subpar sniper (laughs) from the (laughs) (laughs) six-story depository uh, killed the president with three shots from a Karnoff rifle. <laughs> with precision accuracy. With precision accuracy. <laughs> well, here's the difference. NASA, so NASA was a new entity back in 1963. <laughs> We're talking about this in 2022, so I'm like, ah, NASA okay. do that. That's all I will say about that. I've got four words for you. Okay. Suck it. No, that's <clears> only two words. You ready? Yeah. George Herman Walker bush all right guys you have a great day (laughs) not to go into detail because like i said this will be a show this will this will have to god bless america i don't know will this be the next show or will the fucking moon landing shit be the next show well if we're going on order it would have to be be moon moon landing right but if we're going in the fact that we've been talking for three and a half plus hours we might cover both well Maybe we'll do moon landing and... Okay, so here we go. <laughs> moon landing, NASA killed Kennedy, next show. <laughs> show after that, <laughs> Daddy Bush mm. killed Kennedy. Mm. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a brief synopsis of the situation. Okay. And this could be mm-hmm. why, one of the reasons why... Mm-hmm. Trump is no longer in office. Okay. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. Please. I'm sitting up. The the envelopes that were handed out at the funeral. Correct. That was Daddy Bush? That was, was Daddy that McCain? Bush. Okay, no, that, that was, was Daddy, Daddy Bush. Bush. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. And for those that don't know what he's talking about, at Daddy Bush's funeral... There were envelopes given out to the wives of the participants. Well, former presidents. Well, f- yeah, I was gonna say because Hillary got one, uh, Laura got one, uh, Pence's? Know, Pence's wife, Catherine's wife Kathy. got one. Yeah, um, and Jeb was there, and oh, he freaked the fuck out. Michelle got one. Yeah, Michael, right? Michael, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. whatever, whatever, uh, got one. Now, the only person that didn't get one that was in attendance was Jimmy Carter. <laughs> and he was kind of looking around, kind of. Hey, <laughs> hey, y'all, why did I get over a picture, man? Come on, man. So, yeah. Hey, man. No, uh, man. Well, he didn't get a letter because it was prior to his presidency, right? right. So, the letters possibly involved. Uh, Bush Jr. Bush Daddy, Clinton, Daddy Bush, involved in the JFK assassination, right? Which not many people 
are speaking about, which I think we can not talk about. Okay. Because I don't need anyone knocking on the door. Hmm. No, but seriously, I don't care. We, but <laughs> time considering. <laughs> Run a little long. Yeah, this will be a show for another day. Right. So I think in the future, okay. I'll save this article. We'll look at, in the future, we'll keep this, assuming everyone enjoys this. Obviously, this is, we're going <laughs> into three and a half hours. Um, this mm-hmm. show will obviously bro- be broken up into two parts. In the future, more than likely, we won't have to do that. Right. This is the first show Chris has been back in for a couple of weeks. So, mm-hmm. and this is a different type of show. Right. This is something different that we're trying. Just something a little different to break the monotony of talking about what's going wrong with the world. Because you can everything listen, that everybody's talking about. You can listen. Yeah, I was gonna say you can listen to any podcast and hear the same shit. You can hear mm-hmm. their opinions of the same shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I covered most of everything in Wednesday's show, with the exception of Joe Biden's um, fucking uh, job approval, thirty-eight percent, by the way. <laughs> but anyway, um, okay, whatever. You can listen to Poso and Bongino and Tim Pool and. Who in the fuck ever else you want to listen to, and they'll tell you the same thing. We're trying to bring you something different. Right. So we're going to break this up into two halves. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you all enjoyed it. And Hopefully you can get past our drunkenness. But, you know, I think that brings the funny into it. <laughs> and it definitely made it more funny for us. Yeah. So we'll break this up, and those will be two parts. We'll probably play the second. Well, I mean, obviously you'll hear the second part on Sunday. Right. And um, I think this will be something we'll do in the future. Looks like we'll go into, just to give you guys a heads up, in the future, aliens killed Kennedy. No. <laughs> we'll go into probably the, the next conspiracy show we do. We'll probably talk about how... Um, the moon landing? Yeah, there you go. The moon landing <laughs> and NASA killed Kennedy. No. <laughs> but... Well, just the overall... The, the overall conspiracy theory of the moon landing. Right. And if it was real... Right. Or not. And then, subsequently, depending how long we go on that show, the next show will probably be the Nine George H.W. Bush connection to the Kennedy assassination. Oh. And that'll just be oh. a small part of that show. Because then what we'll talk about is... Because that's what we do here at time. We pre-plan. <laughs> we will connect... H. George H. W. Bush into his son, and what conspiracy theory he's involved in? Right, right. And for those of you who don't know, nine eleven. Damn. Yeah. We didn't even get into really. We didn't even get into the assassination of RFK. Shit. Let me start this thing back. All right, RFK. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, that. That too, right, could be another show because the um, popular conspiracy theories are JFK, nine eleven, um, and 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 Robert made no no bones about the fact that he was going to continue the search for the killer of his brother, right? So, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. like I said. That's that's all. That too is a show for another day, right? Maybe we mix that all in, but 
but I think we looking forward, we're looking at the moon landing. Okay. Looking at nine eleven. Okay. Maybe we'll throw some RFK or okay. I don't know what his middle name was, but that dude. <laughs> and uh Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Surely there's other conspiracy theories. I'm gonna say this about that. <clears throat> Guys, check out our Facebook page, <laughs> check out our website. Don't tread on com. Leave a message. Subscribe to the page. It's free. I don't charge you like other podcasts charge you. My shit is free. Check us out. Go there. Subscribe. Number one. Number two. Leave us a message. Go to Facebook. Go to Twitter. Go to uh, Instagram. Don't tread on America.com. Your one-stop shop for all the social media platforms that we have. Check us out there. Leave us a message. If there's a conversation you want to have in the future, let us know. And uh, we can have a discussion. How's that sound? All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, Like I said, you guys have a great day. I'm not going to put a date on the back of this because God only knows when I'm going to post the second part. Um, Nonetheless, check us out online. And uh, please share this with your friends, and we'll talk to you all later. Have a great day.